0: Blank check with Griffin and David. Blank check with Griffin and David. Don't know what to say or to expect. All you need to know is that the name of
1: the show is Blank Jack. podcast. Will Robinson podcast. Yeah, that's fine. That's great. Let's. That's,
2: that's <laughs> great. let Then that's, that's what the whole movie was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the whole movie was like, we'll just do that. Right, let's not let's not alter these diamond cut lines. <laughs> let's have a little line corner where we can quote our favorite lines for the movie, but let's not bastardize them in our opening. Let's show some respect.
3: He only says it though quietly, right? Now, what's the name of this character again? Remind me, because I know what 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 like kind of
2: thing it you is. You know what type of creature uh, he is. Device creature. A, a right. The okay. character's name is Rabbit. Oh, it's just Robot. Yeah. Oh, okay, fun. Robot. <laughs>
3: It is funny because I, w- I got him confused with someone else. There are
2: other robots. Is this, yeah. is this the fastest we've ever gotten to minute 35 <laughs> of the podcast? <laughs> 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 we right. somehow very quickly got to running out of things to All talk right, about. Come on, Come on, come <laughs> on, on, come on. Come on, come on. Hello, everybody. On, My name is Griffin Newman.
4: <laughs> Griffin Newman.
2: David Sims. We're hashtag the two friends and this is Blank Check with Griffin and David. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast about filmographies, directors who have massive success early on and are given a series of Blank Checks. And sometimes those Checks clear and sometimes they bounce baby. Yeah, okay. Usually, that's what our show is. Mm-hmm. But today, for the second time ever, it's bring your family member to podcast day. This is work. I consider this work. You can call it work. Okay. It's bring your relative to work day. Mm-hmm. It's a family choice episode. Mm-hmm. I had my sister, Romley Newman, on. We talked devil wears Prada. Yeah. And now it's. We've, we've got plans in the future for Ben's our producing dad. friend, yes. Producer Ben's dad. producer Ben's dad. Uh-huh. Ben, ben but, but, bad. dad. Mm-hmm. What? Ben Ducer's dad. Mm-hmm. I said Ben, ben Ducer's bad. <laughs> you did. I didn't mean to editorialize. Thanks. <laughs> Peeper's dad. Dirt bike Benny's dad. Meat lover's dad. The fart detective's dad. You might dad. as well get it Fuckmaster's dad. He's not Professor Crispy's dad. Graduates in certain titles over He's the course of
4: different You can do this mini-series. to your dad whenever
2: your dad comes around. What do you think your dad's going to think of that? He's going to get so annoyed. Cesar <laughs> Van Kenobi, Kylo, Ben, Ben's, Ben, I Trumlin, Ben say say Benny thing. Aili, Ben's with the dollar sign. War and Perduer Bank.: And we don't have another one. Oh
4: fuck! Yeah, man, we need a Catherine Bigelow one.
3: Let's we'll come up with it by the end of the episode. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. I forgot to point that out to you. Jeez. It, We've been, I, about, right. I
4: really th- threw him for a loop there. Yeah, we got it.
3: Just we'll insert it later. Yes. So then, of course, my new nickname is... Of course is- it
2: is Ben 19, The Fennel
3: Maker.
4: Wow!
2: (laughs) I can't wait to hear that
4: all the time. I hope it's not Osama bin Laden.
3: (laughs) It's definitely not. (laughs) No, no, it's Osama bin Laden. Which is what the fans are demanding, Uh, right? Osama bin Laden. I am putting my foot down. I refuse to allow that to happen. (laughs) Oh God! No, it is not. I just
4: just showed me a better option. I hope we were shown a better option. I hope
2: we've been shown. We're we're recording this in October. It's not coming out until December. And Correct. let's hope that in the time between when we recorded it and when it's released, when we've dropped in the name, <laughs> the Ben nickname for Bigelow. It's not Osama bin Hosley. Let's pray. Yeah. All right.
4: Okay. But no, today we have my brother in. Yes. Do Hello. Want, do you want me to be called Joseph <laughs> or Joey? Uh, Joey. Yeah, you're Joey Sims. Joey Sims, baby. My brother's here.
2: Joey Sims. I have
4: not dropped Joey in adulthood. You haven't. I don't it, it in fact you've embraced embraced it I would I've say yep. I think it works for you. not Hard what hardcore. was planned but it, yeah it works he's Joseph but you know
2: and you picked a movie today starring another famous Joey
4: Oh boy. It <laughs> actually didn't really occur to me. Another <laughs> man who owned Joey. It does feel like a movie that Joey Tribbiani
2: would do. Okay. Be that's, in, right? Like,
4: that's what it is. I would
2: argue that's the number one <laughs> lasting legacy of this movie. Right? Is the joke, the memey kind of like, Lost in Space is weird because it's like watching a Joey Tribbiani film. Right? Yes. And this feels like the performance that Joey would give. Yeah, like, totally. I think Matt LeBlanc is a fairly good actor. And I think. In general. I mean, surely a good he comedic actor. He has the ability. He has the ability.
4: Episodes.
2: Right. Right. I'm trying to think of what else Man doing. with a uh, plan. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot about that. Is that, did that get canceled? No. Well, it's still on. Okay. Uh, they just killed off the wife in season two so he can marry Leah Ramin. <laughs> <laughs> is the whole point of man with a plan just that
4: he's a dad? And he's got a plan. What's the plan? I think he doesn't. Raise have children. A plan.
2: <laughs> okay. He doesn't have a plan. His plan is be a dad. Okay. Right. Is the is the plan in the title ironic? Does he not have a plan? I
4: I don't know. I've never seen it. I'm just reading and the plot is his wife goes back to work and he has to be a stay-at-home dad.
2: Which is what they've now reworked Kevin Can Wait to be. Is that what Kevin Can Wait's about? I thought Kevin Can wait was about grief. Well, the Sony executive <laughs> said that the reason they killed off Aaron Hayes as his wife was because they wanted to see him struggle to be a single parent.
4: Okay. But I thought mm-hmm. he was gonna get with Lam are they just gonna date?
1: I don't know because she was his Lea partner Romini. she was
2: like his old cop partner on the no. show. I don't think they're dating yet. I have no idea. We shouldn't talk we about things allow we don't a know. Suitable grieving we period. shouldn't talk about things we don't know.
4: She was introduced in the first season finale as a police detective who had worked with Kevin on a major case and they bickered. And then he becomes she becomes his boss. The boss of his security company. Yeah, you know what? So there'll be like a workplace thing.
2: Here's what could have happened. It could so it have, is about grief. She could still become his boss and he could still stay married to the woman who was not killed off by executives.
4: But it would be weird. It
2: would be weird. Because yeah. it would be it's his wife from the last show. No, David, you're right. It'd be very weird to have <laughs> two actresses on one sitcom.
3: I know. It'd be it
4: would be it would confuse
2: my brain. <laughs>
3: I would be like shifting without a clutch. Now, were they are they going to talk to each other about just things that don't relate to men? You think would that be like a thing <laughs> yes, on to the Kevin table or how oh, we can we wait. can't yeah. do. Have that. you
4: watched Kevin Can Wait? Because you're the one who alerted me to the clip. No, because I, that clip was just amazing. I it, mean, that it, clip made made the rounds wildly. No, I've, I would not watch it, it. But I was. I said that the bringing us back to. Man with a plan, which I think is That's slightly more about. relevant. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. Man with a plan. Every clip I've seen of it is just about him not have never have never having a plan. He's just an idiot. Well, this
2: he's so uh, rich. Of course, this episode is Why called does Pod have with to a do Cast. This?
4: It's called
2: <laughs> yeah. No, he's got crazy residual money. That's his plan. When you ask what the titular plan is, it's to get a hundred episodes at a Man with a Plan and make more residual money. Um, but this was kind of like the, the total dead end of his film career this is the total oh, we're talking about Matt LeBlanc Matt LeBlanc and the
4: movie is Lost in Space the just movie is to be clear a
2: Matt LeBlanc vehicle lost 1998 in
4: space. <laughs> Stephen Hopkins joint masterpiece yes mm-hmm. Lost in Space
2: but, written but I, by it Akiva was Goldsman the, yes.
4: it was the end but it was also the beginning wasn't it
2: was there anything before well, there this was there a, was Ed Ed where he uh, plays baseball with a monkey and that's it yeah, again, that also sounds and then Charlie's like about- Angels, where he's like supporting, That's supporting, deep later. supporting. That's, later. That's, later. That's what I'm saying. But but after this, right? He has made nine
4: movies in total, in total,
2: in total.
4: Like he'd made a movie called Ghost Brigade. Sounds good. Uh, with Corbin Burnson and Martin Sheen, it seems to be some sort of civil war drama. Oh, but it's mind. a supernatural horror film. Oh, cool. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, Didn't he also make a war movie where he dresses up as a lady? Oh, yeah, I, I was going to get to that. He oh, made All the Queens right. man with Eddie Izzard where he plays a British person, I think. Right. No, he's American. Izzard is British. And they have to infiltrate a German factory in Berlin dressed as women.
2: It's a World War II movie?
4: World War II.
2: So it's like... And I think it's... Some like it hot? But with Nazis? I-, I was about to say, I think it's based on a
4: real event, but there's no indication that it is. So they were just like, right. Some like it right. hot with Nazis. Okay. Uh, apparently it, it made minus 99.9% of its budget because it cost $15 million. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> and it made $23,000. Jeez. <laughs> He made that while he was still on Friends. Like he, that was like yeah. a fill. He was like, yeah. in my summer, I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do is make all the Queens men.
2: Okay, wait, so nine in total. Those two movies, right, two so Charlie's Angels, Gade,
4: two Charlie's Angels. Go uh, look at a movie called Look in Italian.
2: Sure. Well, I mean, yeah, that if Look the, in Italian. If the
4: boot fits, a low budget independent film, okay. an homage to Scorsese, according to writer director Guy Magar. Hey. that's who's credited here and he said to me the words looking Italian meant looking good looking Italian and then Ed which has a creepy like guy in a suit as a monkey or is animatronic it's a little
2: person in a robot suit here's the poster he's high-fiving that was while he was on Friends that's like at the height of Friends
4: correct 96
2: right and that's like my dad's old adage about like don't do the talking horse movie you know this whole thing Uh, no, but my dad's like big advice he gives to his students is like, don't do the talking horse movie. Cause it's like, you'll make like your, your like short film and you'll get a bunch of offers and someone will come to you and go like, we can pay you half a million dollars. You have a $40 million budget and you get to make the talking horse movie. And if you make this, it'll be such a big hit that then you can make whatever you want. right And you take the talking horse movie and the talking horse movie is terrible because you never cared about in the first place. And then your career is ruined because you're the guy who made the talking, you're the horse, talking movie. horse movie. Yeah, talking horse movie yep. is rough. Right. Now, but like Ed feels like a talking horse movie. If someone being like right. Matt, Although- you're popping on friends. You want to be a leading man, right? Do the baseball monkey movie. But he doesn't even talk, right? No, he's not a talking monkey. He's just a pitching monkey. <laughs> and this is pre-air butt. Pre-air but He
4: also made a movie with Ali Larder called Lovesick a couple what? years ago.
2: A couple years ago?
4: Shrugged, that's all I got for you. It was the opening night movie at the Newport Beach Film Festival. Newport Beach Film Festival. <laughs> Chevy Chase is in it. Chevy <laughs> Chase. He probably did five minutes. And he did it. Yeah, okay. All right, so that's what Matt LeBlanc's up to now. But then this is his big commercial play being right. third build in a Lost in Space uh, gritty reboot.
2: But he is kind of the lead.
4: One thing that's fascinating about this movie is right. that it has no lead.
2: Okay, yes, I it agree has with that. Three, Matt it,
4: is not even above the title. Which I know. Is he is crazy. not. He is not. The first
2: build on the film is the villain. Gary Oldman. Second build- but that
4: also the most important character on the TV show, which yes. is why I think that's why he and gets the, it. And he's certainly
2: the biggest actor at the time of the release he's of this film. He's
4: doing- Where's he at? Where's Oldman at? I think he, I, this yeah, feels like the movie he made to like finance nil by mouth or whatever, right?
2: right? Like <laughs> this is where he's like- But he's like coming right off of Air Force One. He's, a, yeah, he's riding high he's at, this Air he, Force at this point. He at this point had been- he had established himself as like the top. The villain previous in year he
4: had made Fifth Element, Air Force One, and Nil by Mouth.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he's big. I guess so. But then after this, he doesn't make anything for a while. Right. And this
1: is sort of the end of Hurt in studio movies, the Big Hurt. Oh, it is. Uh, we're going to talk so much about William Hurt's performance <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> I
4: swear to God. I mean, there's just one line where Joanne and I just looked at each other like sort of scandalized, like late in the movie. He
2: hates that he's in
4: this movie. He's so mad that he's in this movie. Like furious that he's in this oh, movie. Oh my God, William Hurt. Yeah, the big Hurt. What had he been up to? Well, he's uh, the Michael
2: sec- the year before,
4: right? kn- I, Yeah, good pull. No, two Thank years you. before, okay. 96. Jane Eyre. Right. The Zeffirelli but Jane this Eyre. But this is the
2: end of studio picture leading man, William Hurt.
4: Uh, same year he has Dark City. Okay. Um, he's really good in that. He's very good. He is good in that. Uh, and one true thing, the same year as well, the sure. cancer movie. It's cancer, right? Yeah, that's the Meryl most Streep. Streep, yeah. Reese yeah. Wither, I, I mean, sorry, that. Renee Zellweger.
2: I think it's cancer. I don't know. It, I, it, it's a it, sick Meryl movie. Streep, yes,
4: it's a cancer movie. It's a Carl Franklin movie. Um, yeah, it's Streep, Zellweger, William Hurt,
2: Tom Everett Scott. That's, <laughs> that's, that's your four. Lauren Graham's in it. A young yeah. Lauren Graham. A movie starring three people who have won Oscars and Tom Everett Scott. Tom Everett Scott. That's the
4: poster. It's the three of them and Tom Everett Scott.
2: Each of them's holding their trophy and Tom Everett Scott's doing the shrug.
4: Um, (laughs) And then, yeah. So then after this, Hurt is.
1: Yeah, that's just kind of gone
4: for a while. Is that true? It's gone. He's gone. He's in Sunshine, that like multi-generational Ray Fiennes movie. I've never seen it. That's like an art movie.
2: History of violence is sort of a comeback. History of violence doesn't is really 05, capitalize on though. it, right? That's what I'm saying. It took that long.
4: But you know, I mean, he has his little roles because he pops up in AI, our favorite, right? Movie. Which he's very
2: good in. Uh he, he did that he's movie, in the like King, one scene in Gale Changing Garcia Lanes. Bernal, which really he's good in, in the King.
4: He's in the Village, of course. Changing Lanes was one right. of my ideas for this, but I thought you might uh, you might want to do it. a Michelle. Roger Michelle. That's oh, not easy. That, it is, it how is how you Roger, say it. Michelle. Roger yeah. Michelle. You said it right. That's an interesting filmography. Wait a second. Now I want to look at Roger Michelle. We're never going to do Roger. We're going to do Roger Michelle. <laughs> My We're doing in Reg. No, that seems like a TV. Notting movie, Hill. Right. T- Titanic Town. Notting Hill. Changing lanes. The mother. Which Daniel I like. Craig fucks an old lady. Like She's that, that old Middle aged lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, Enduring love. It's which is okay. Love.
2: Good movie. I like that movie too. Reese Dude. Evans very good in it.
4: Venus. Peter O'Toole's swan song. Yeah. Uh, Morning Glory. Which is charming. We talk about a lot. Have you seen Morning Glory? I actually haven't seen Morning Glory. Oh, that Joey, something I would, would love, love. Morning Glory. It's the beginning of the Ford trying period. Harrison starts trying again. I should've won the Oscar. Hyde Park on Hudson, which is enough to completely yeah, invalidate that. any Roger Fish. Fuck Michelle. that. <laughs> something called Low Weekend.
2: Oh, that, yeah, no, that movie's charming. That's it's p- Jim Broadbent and Lindsay Duncan go TC on a vacation. herself. That's great. a befuddled broadbent (laughs) do you know who else is in it do you know who else is in that movie (sighs) Jeff Goldblum Um, uh, I I believe uh, Jeff uh, Goldblum is uh, uh, a third build you're welcome Um. (laughs) you are welcome That movie
4: looks completely insane. I'm sorry, I had to take my headphones off because I was so horrified by that movie. And then My Cousin Rachel this year, which I didn't see.
2: I didn't see. You know, the weird thing about Roger Michelle is uh, because Daniel Craig loves him, right? He did those two big movies with him before he got really big. Uh, He always gets thrown out every time there's a new Bond movie. Every time there's a new Bond movie, he's on the short list of the three people because Craig keeps on trying to get Roger Michelle hired to direct a Bond.
4: That's uh. I don't know. It feels like a poison chalice for Roger.
2: I agree. Shouldn't do it. No good. No. Very bad. Don't Do you do like it. changing lanes that much? No,
4: but I watched them. I went back and like watched some uh, clips of it and I was like, okay, this isn't quite as good as I remember it being. But it's just sort of fascinating because it's, you know, the kind of movie that doesn't get we, made we anymore. worked it recently it really for is. that <laughs> reason. I came in really a box is.
2: office game and we were like, and how does that movie exist? It like yeah. made
4: money. I think it was got n- decent reviews. Number one,
2: two weekends in a row. Came out in April. Yeah. Never
4: got talked about for Oscars. Who cares? It's you know, know like, it's just sort of like, yeah, like yeah. it is
2: a car accident. You it's, know, and right. the
4: lanes, they change. There's, like, <laughs> I mean, like, like, no real pitch. That was a
2: period of time where you could release a drama on over 2,000 screens with no Oscar aspirations. Like, do you think
4: if I was interviewing Ben Affleck and he's just, like, in his stupor? You know, he's, like, melted into his chair. <laughs> vaping. And his, yeah, vaping. And his, like, shirt tails are coming out of his fly or whatever. You know what I mean? And I'm, like, changing lanes, though. And, he, like, there'd be, like, a flicker of light in his eyes. And be, like... Yeah, that was a good in my head he's just Brando now <laughs> like, yeah. ever since that one picture of him where he looks really disheveled I'm like Affleck is con completely off his rocker the,
2: the best one is the one with him on the Dumbo ride at Disney World <laughs> uh, Yeah. after yeah. he and Garner filed for divorce but they clearly had booked this family trip together and it's him doing full sad Affleck but just on the Dumbo ride like looking <laughs> off into the middle distance Jesus God. Here it is. What Here were we talking is. about? Five, yeah, what, there we go. What
4: the hell are we talking about? We're talking about William Hurt because uh, oh, he was Hurt. in these little
2: movies. Yeah. yeah, And you're right. We've talked about it before. History of violence comes around well, and, and we're like, Hurt's back, but right. he's not really back. No, until he finds his role. I mean, his iconic role, the one that's
1: going to go down in history. General even, Thunderbolt to Ross. Yes. Remember when he reprised that role in Civil War? We all remember it. Do you remember that?
4: <laughs> no, you don't remember it. But this movie is sort of it feels like an, a constant
2: insult to her because he does. is if
4: anyone is in theory the lead it's him but Right the movie gives him nothing. It's a
2: thankless role and you can tell that he's like maybe I'm done with this. Like maybe I'm done making these fucking <laughs> well,
4: Hollywood movies. Not only movies. is it a thank- thankless role both Oldman and LeBlanc the other leads yeah. keep being like get the fuck out of here old <laughs> yeah. man. You know like useless <laughs> professor.
1: What do you have to do? And then his
4: kid he's like "It's kids? And his kids are like yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 except, I hate you
4: dad. <laughs> except for Heather Graham who's like I love you father. Yeah. I have no emotions. <laughs> like I- uh, all I love is the project. We must complete it's right. Can I
2: get some recognition for my Penny impression? That
4: was great. Well, was good.
2: Dad, I hate you. Oh, I all thought right. that
4: was Will. No, no. <laughs> now, Will, 1998, how old are you? Oh, I was
2: jealous of this I'm going to
4: say, like, Will, Will is a real Griffin Newman in 1998 yeah. role.
2: Yeah, I think he's... Boy genius. I looked him up yesterday. He's, that actor, Jack Johnson? Jack Johnson. He talks about banana pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, of course, uh, wrote uh, all the songs for the Curious George soundtrack. Um but he uh It is banana pancakes. I'm, yes. I'm right. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um he's 2 years older than me. So he's in 1998 uh, yeah, I would a year have been, I was 9, me. he was 11 when they shot this, sure, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Um uh, but I w- I was very jealous of him. He got to be friends with a rabbit, he got to go into space with Heather Graham, who I had a very big crush on when I was 9. Sure. Sure. Um and That's it. I mean, he didn't make another movie basically. No, pretty much not. No, he did voice roles on like two other animated films. Yeah. Um, The thing I find interesting about LeBlanc in this movie is it feels like he got the part and was like, okay, this movie asks for a Han Solo. You have to be this roguish cad who the audience, I can't approve of, but can't stop watching. Right, you got the
4: dad,
1: figure of authority. You got the villain, and then right off to the side, right. You know what this movie could have been called? What? The dad, the bad, and the cad. Well, one of the
4: problems. The dad, is that, <laughs> please go. The ahead. One Just of the problems come, come is on, the on that LeBlanc, the, the dad, of bad, in Blanc, in Blanc. theory, <laughs> yeah, is supposed to be like, well, you can't quite approve of his roguish behavior, but, right. but what roguish behavior exactly? For instance, the thing that he does in the first scene it seems entirely noble. reasonable, yes. and he, people keep yelling at him for the rest of the movie. But it's like, yeah. it's what? What did he do wrong? Well, what, the dynamite first scene. This movie cannot <laughs> pick a lane. Uh, this movie cannot pick a lane. We'll, we'll get to. Lebanc's later activity, in which he basically like nudges, not just William Hurt, and he's like, I really want to fuck her, yeah. And Hurt's like, That's my daughter, and yeah. he's like, <laughs> Oh, that's my <laughs> no, daughter. Get that. We'll get to that, but no, you're right. The dynamite first scene mm-hmm. is an action sequence like no other. They're in
2: Bubble Fighters. <laughs>
4: Where they're like, spaceships have been cool, but what if they're not cool? I can't wait.
3: First off, no, no. spaceships they've been cool. We've had, we've had a lot of cool spaceships over the years,
2: right? You know? In general, this is like this is a space movie, but it sucks. Going, it's all ugly. We're skipping we're skipping, I think, what is the most important thing about this movie. Okay. You've already mm. skipped over it. You think How? you're starting again. <laughs> this movie starts way too quickly. This movie completely skips any kind of foreplay. Well, it, this movie right, it starts does have with like uh,
4: twenty seconds of voiceover explaining. Right, right, right. But,
2: yeah. but specifically, New Line Studios logo, mm-hmm. and then no titles, no company no, credits. No. no, no, no. No like slow this ramp up of your, score. Your daddy's
4: sci-fi right. picture.
2: <laughs> it goes from New Line mm-hmm. Studio logo to the second, the millisecond the logo ends. William Herb going, in the year 20. Like, they, it's way too fast. He doesn't even, like, take a breath. There's not a breath. They cold cut from the end of the logo. They're maybe even overlapping it to now ships in space and him going, in the future. No, no, that's a, This movie is 130 minutes long. Yeah. It's not short. No. And it feels like they cut an hour out But it. it feels rushed, right? Very. Would you agree? I
4: would agree. It's so incredibly, it's half a movie, yeah. but it's also four movies. Right. How is that possible? It's (laughs) insane. This
2: this movie defies space and time. This
4: movie's on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it'll still be on Netflix forever because I'm pretty sure Netflix spent $10 on the rights to this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I mean, no one's like, no, no, no. Let me get lost in space off of Netflix. I think I can find a higher bidder elsewhere, right? So it'll be on Netflix. You can watch it on Netflix. This
2: movie is the kid from preschool who always had to, like, stay an extra hour and a half after school with the teachers because his mom kept on forgetting to pick him up. (laughs) <laughs> like that's New Line with the rights to this movie on streaming they're just like oh does Netflix still have Lost in Space can you hold on to it for like two more years <laughs>
4: um, it was long in the works yeah like the idea of doing a Lost in Space movie well Beloved series and, yeah I guess so and this
2: was in the 90s I've never watched it have you ever watched, I watched it, it yeah. I mean I've seen like an episode I've 90s were yeah. the start I would argue the 1990s were the start of nostalgia culture in a major way. Okay, sure. Right? And 90s, studio filmmaking, suddenly, it's all these revivals of 60s properties. You have a lot of that going on. You got like the shit like the Flintstones, you know? You have these cartoon adaptations. uh, Charlie's Angels, which doesn't come out until 2000. Mm -hmm. But like, these kinds- of Hutch. Right. Well that comes out later. Then, then we're like getting to seventies well, stuff. Then we're sure, getting to sure, seventies sure. stuff. Right, you're right. You're but sixties, right. Lost in Space, the Brady Bunch movie, certainly. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The Flintstones, right? All yes. that shit.
4: Yeah. Why'd they never make a Jetsons movie?
2: They've tried forever. They're Robert uh Zemeckis is doing a TV <laughs> show. Which I think is a bad idea. <laughs> oh. But here's the opposite of that, okay? Uh-huh. Lost in Space should never have been a movie. This entire premise it's is episodic. designed for television. They're lost. They're lost. <laughs> right. They don't know every week they're going to go somewhere else and not find their way home. By making this movie, like to fitting it into the constraints of a self contained narrative, but also trying to launch a franchise off of it, yep. is a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's a total nightmare. I mean, you want to talk about nightmares for a second? Let's talk about nightmares for a second. I'm not trying to brag here. Uh huh. My underwear right now stinky. It's, it's not even a little bit antimicrobial. To
4: high heaven, it stinks.
2: Oh, God. Stinking up the whole room. Wait, so
4: you're saying, let me just collect myself. Sure. You want my,
1: antimicrobial underwear. I want something better than whatever I'm wearing right now. Or I don't even know what
2: I'm wearing right now. I just want something better, David. What if you could wear clothes that, like, you know, from a
4: company that believed in smart designs and premium fabrics, but with simple shopping? Well, That sounds like the opposite of a nightmare. You know, like you just go on MacWeldon for example.
2: Okay. To, to, me, to me the best example. Okay. Let me think that through. So I'm W W. You can w- buy dot hold on, I'm just working through the hypothetical right here.
1: M A C K. I'm a little thirsty. Let me pour myself a
2: hypothetical glass of water.
1: W E L D O N dot com.
2: Okay, okay. I'm on the hypothetical website, okay. You could buy the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, Mm.
4: undershirts. Well, let's not go too far. Come on. Hoodies, sweatpants, tons of other stuff.
2: I've been all over this website. I bought a swimsuit on this website. I'm not going to lie to you. David, I have another embarrassing confession to make. Mm -hmm. Amazon doesn't pay residuals on their TV shows. So I don't know if I can pay full price for this. (laughs) I'm just a lowly regular on a TV show. A
4: couple things I want to say to you. One. Definitely have an agent look at that contract. That sounds bad. They don't do it
2: for anybody. I'm telling you. This is across the board. Welcome to the streaming world, baby. I know. It's crazy. Actors are getting gutted.
1: Uh, number two, how about if you got 20% off at MacWeldon.com? Can ask for nineteen, so I just have to adjust my expectations. Twenty, yeah, I'll go for that. Yeah, that you 100%. Could get, yeah. you could get silver underwear, you could get silver shirts. That's antimicrobial.
2: Oh, wow. Wait a second, silver underwear. Look, I'm not some performative showboat. I'm not going to put on silver underwear just so people think I'm a robot or a knight or something. No, but all it means is that it it, it eliminates odor. Oh, then I'm fine with that because I'm a stinky boy.
4: They want you to be comfortable. If you don't like it, just return it and they'll refund you. No questions asked. Okay, what if I want to? What if I want to keep it though? Then you can keep it and you can get it for twenty percent off using promo code blank. Okay, so let me just let me
1: look 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 let me look for the promo code here. Remember, when these B- are gonna be short. L,
2: A, N, K. Well, hey, that's a dream right there.
4: macwell.com promo code blank twenty percent off. It's that easy.
2: Yeah, that's a dream. Yeah, but back to Lost in Space. It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> a <Yep>. nightmare. <laughs>
4: Which is why I, right. which is why the movie tries to be like four different things, yes. and is not successful being any of them, and none of them have anything to do with what the first action sequence is, which is just no. its own little dark gritty thing, which we then never return to. But this movie is dark and gritty yeah. in like the most lame Hollywood yes. way possible. <laughs> what? How? It fucking kills the characters on screen. It like it, it has like weird bitey spiders. Like it's trying to be creepy. It's trying to be
2: real. I guess maybe it's got, got an time? emo kid yeah and and people objected to how dark this movie was when it came out yeah i'll say another thing about it this was an era where like if you were rebooting a previously goofy property you had to strip all the goofiness out of it all the intentional goofiness out of it so like in the original they have these like cool like silvery jumpsuits and the aliens all look like really like it's like kobo the carrot man and shit right and in this all of them have like
1: Black jumpsuits.
2: Like, it's like very much of a piece with like the Bryan Singer X Men, where right. it's like. Brian Bryan
4: Singer X Men. Right. right.
2: It, we're not going for realism. Like, it's not like fucking 2001 A Space Odyssey where they look like practical ships, but we're also not letting any kind of like exciting creative stylization. Excuse me. And I'm going to bring us back. Bubble and then Fighter. like a
4: shark's mouth sort of wing <laughs> around. Like, it's eating the bubble. And from that, guns. Like, one yes. gun. Right, it sort of goes like this. Bubble fight. Yeah, it's a bubble fight. Talking like about bubble fight. So, as we know, as William Hurt tells us, Earth's not doing so hot. They built a hypergate.
3: Oh sure, hypergate, hypergate, hypergate. to hypergate over. They to spin s- in space now. So no. is this a is a pre-spinning in
2: space kind of reference? Well, can I throw out my hot take?
3: Because uh-huh. we're already <laughs> we're, we're already, already hot
2: take. around. <laughs> uh-huh. This movie's interstellar for morons. Yeah. This movie has the exact same plot as Interstellar. It
4: is a similar plot yeah. to Interstellar, except Interstellar doesn't have a cricky and thought through element that this movie has. BLARP. Also, <laughs> BLARP for sure, but no, the global sedition.
3: No corn. But they talk about like <laughs> There's no food left. Ben. Yeah, yeah. No, Earth I get the idea. Earth is
4: uninhabitable. I be- Interstellar invented the idea of Earth being uninhabitable and us Correct. leaving. Lost in space created
2: it. That's my point. That the is global. It
4: is weirdly, if you go back and watch the trailers, what the trailers for this movie focused on, of yeah. like the Earth is uninhabitable and now they have to and go fact, like yes. save us, which like does not seem like the pitch for a Lost in Space movie, which no. is supposed to be a fun space They're adventure, adventures. not about right. like the apocalypse. Right. It so this is, family
2: has to save humanity. But, but also, uh, they- I, I can't believe we're not talking about the global sedition. There's the
4: overlap- That's they disappear. No, the they are a crucial threat. The global <laughs> sedition. Global. He's turning my mic down as I try to warn viewers and listeners.
2: Can we, I feel like, I, I know we've already started. I just started, think it's a great name, Global Sedition. I know we've already started talking about the movie, but can, can the brother Sims get into your relationship with this film yeah, for a moment? Should, yeah, I a think it's point. important. Because oh, I'm a concert I, context and I need some, baby. All right. Global Sedition, off to the side for this. Put it on the table. <laughs> table it. I'm a, I'll hold it right here for you. <laughs> Thank you, Ben.
4: So I have no memory of seeing this movie in theaters. But you did see it I in theaters. Did. You did. But I was, what was I, Nine.
2: Uh, 10. 1998.
4: You were yeah. You know you were like eight or nine. Yeah, you weren't even nine yet because this movie came out April 1998. We'll talk about the box office. <laughs> it's this a, movie occupies an interesting agreed. point in box office. It's history. the icebreaker. It, yes, it is. It's the iceberg. <laughs> uh, we were in New York. I remember this very clearly. Oh, okay. Uh, visiting because we lived in London.
3: What? Wait. <laughs> you too?
4: I I was also there. He was there as well. I really, he really lived in London. Only one person really grew up in London because when we moved, I was five and he was nine. Not to derail your narrative on your podcast, but I think that's fair. (laughs) I think it should be spoken of. Okay. Well, Well, but we were in New York apparently. I don't remember this. I have a terrible memory. In the spring. Mm -hmm. And what movie did I want to see? Lost in Space, baby. Yeah. Now, our cousin, Rebecca, Mm -hmm. I had invited her to see it. I wanted to see it with her because I think we had been... It was some sort of family, you know, occasion. And she refused to see this movie. Why? Because Lacey Chabert was in it. I
2: was going to guess that. Yes. Mockingly. Rebe- jokingly. Rebe- Rebecca, who, if
4: I was, when this movie came out, I was uh, 12. Sure. She was probably like 15, okay. 16. And hated Lacey Chabert because of Party of Five. Okay. Hated her so much because she was the whiny girl from Party of Five. Right.
2: Like, I mean, this is pre-Wild Thornberry's... Uh, yeah, pre- Wild
4: Thornberry starts up this year, too.
2: Pre-Mean Girls, this is Lacey Chabert trying to make Blarp happen. She's, oh, God. No, Lacey Chabert, who I want to be clear,
4: is 100% the best performance in my favorite part of this movie. Oh 100% oh. Penny Vision. We're all going there. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I'll hear takes about uh Jared Harris, but no, 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 no. Uh, but she didn't want to see it because that's how much she hated Lacey Chabert, wow. Wow. which maybe it was just a personal preference. But when I was a kid, really instilled in me that Lacey Chabert was a very polarizing actor. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she does have a really reedy voice. She has this really intensely specific voice. Sure. She's got a dog whistle voice. Uh, and I guess uh, it really bugged my cousin. I, I like her voice, but it, it is definitely. And also this movie like filters it. You know, through like sure. a voice recording technology, so it sort of accentuates it, and this yes.
2: movie's take on the character is what if she was horribly unpleasant? Like, what if wh-
4: she was a regular twelve year old Sure. I, I love it. She's supposed to be 12 in this. 14, maybe. Okay. Like, yeah. I don't know, something yeah. like that. What do you think? 14 sounds this mission, yeah.
3: this mission sucks. This mission yeah. sucks. Yeah. Especially maybe, for maybe the kids. <laughs> they're they're going to be virgins for the rest of their lives, I guess, basically, right? Because they're I mean, getting sent into space with their fucking family. I, nothing about the colonization. Anyway, I'm going to get back to, I'll get back to <laughs> I that. I thought of that right away. I was like, damn, that sucks, especially you're 14, you're horny as fuck. Yeah, she's horny. I yeah, like
4: nothing, how horny she is. Nothing yeah. about bringing them along makes any sense, but that we sucks. don't have to.
2: But that's, that's the mean, premise that's, of the show. That's the premise right. of the and show, that's, and that's... That's LeBlanc's entire pickup technique. Ugh. Truly, that's that, what he keeps hitting, is like, look, I mean, it's only a couple of us. The consenting spent. line? Ugh. Guys, Did they guys, have guys? Right. we'll get to that. Okay. Okay. So, Stop sidetracking so. us. So you see it in
4: theaters. We saw it in theaters at the AMC Lincoln Square. It theater. Whatever it was called back then. I think it was an AMC.
2: I saw it at the the what's that theater called? You know the one the one two three that's on like yeah, Second Avenue. Cinemas, city cinemas. City on cinemas one side. two three yeah.
4: Uh, it freaked you out a little bit. You didn't. You were pretty true. little. You did not love the Spider Man. Future Smith? It still freaks me out. It, it, I think it's pretty scary. It's <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a scary, scarily badly potted. So like, <laughs> like, I think that it is as with many other things in this movie, at an alarming disconnect from what's around it. It's so scary looking in a movie that is theoretically for kids. That is true. It's like the design is weird. It's like, why did they go this far? And it comes out of nowhere. (laughs) No one is expecting a huge (laughs) Spider-Man. Like No one thinks that's where we're going. I was expecting (laughs) like his skin's a little different or whatever, you know, like he's got some spider bubbles on him, you know, but no, he is a like, 15-foot spider.
2: That's the other weird thing about this sort movie. Sort of. like, I was reading, like, articles from the time when it came out, because this was, like, presented as being, like, a big blockbuster, It right? was a big blockbuster. And someone trying yeah. to make, like... big $80 million budget. Right, but, yeah. like, this was one in of the 90s. first cracks doing, big. like, a big yeah. spring blockbuster, yes, right? Yes, 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 yes. And New Line is in, like, an interesting transitional phase at this point. And this is them trying to make, like, a huge sci-fi movie for them, certainly. I mean, they were, yeah, whatever. But, um... When everyone was like, why would Gary Oldman sign on to Lost in Space? And he was like, I wanted to make a family film. Like, I wanted to make right, my yes. kids could see. And I'm like, right, this is ostensibly. It like, is a
4: family film. I it, it stars yeah. a
2: family. No, I,
4: right. Well, okay. Well, all right. right. So we see it. You were a little freaked up by Spider Guy. I sure. see it again in theaters. I saw yeah. this movie twice
1: in theaters. I think theaters. I saw it twice in theater Because I
4: saw it again at the Park Slope Pavilion. Like, so it was all within my trip to America that I saw sure. it. Sure. And then I bought it on VHS the minute it came out. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. And so that's where we would just watch it over and yep, over we again. We watched it constantly. Constantly. Yes. And okay. like it was back in the day. That was all we had was our VHSs, yeah. And this is what I was trying to find with you. It was like one of those movies that we watched over and over again. And uh, this is, it's just a perfect one.
2: I'll say the I want to
4: do SWAT. What? We've talked about it on the yes. show. But uh, I we later, almost did SWAT. I later kind of realized as Joey's kind of like, I think you might like SWAT more than I like SWAT. Uh-huh. Or like more, might more be a, obsessed with SWAT than Joey is with SWAT. And like yeah. SWAT came out in 03. I went to college in 04. It may have been more of a college movie for me. Sure. I may have misattributed it to like, uh, to Joey. I don't know. What do you think? Joey? I don't know. I rewatched it when we were considering SWAT. Yeah. And I, uh, think SWAT is a pretty weird movie that there would have been a lot to say SWAT's about weird. it. Sure. SWAT's weird. Uh, it's sort of fun, but also quite sleepy. Um, and the cast, of course, is ridiculous. The cast is crazy. The uh, cast is almost the best thing about it. Like, we will mostly it. have talked about the cast. Yes. And then
2: and then Joey suggested Superman Returns, which I said we can't do because we have to hold off for when we do the sus suscasts. The po- the sus suscasts, our Brian Singer I mean, miniseries. I understand
4: what you're trying to do. Pod and the giant cast, I don't know. Pod oh, and the no, cast later. Come Slayer. on, that's sweaty. <laughs> I... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Apt pod cast the dad <laughs> I the mostly, bag, and the cad
4: mostly just wanted to argue with Griffin about Kate Bosworth uh, who I think is amazing in <sighs> Superman Returns she's so Returns. good in that movie I think everything is amazing in Superman Returns yes. and so does David I think and- like
2: everything else in that movie is amazing
4: I think it's a total I think, masterpiece. I, I would, have, would have talked about it for way too long because it's also so long. There's so much to discuss. Yeah, there's a lot in that movie. <laughs> but uh, then you threw out Lost in Space and I realized, oh yeah, we've watched Lost in Space a lot. And then I realized it was on Netflix. I threw it on Netflix and within 10 minutes I realized I knew every line to this movie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was slightly horrified at myself because I hadn't seen it in probably 10 years. Sure. And then Joanna came home and was like, what are you watching? I was Lost in Space and she was like, I've watched this so many times for some reason, yes.
2: Joanna? Yeah, I know. It's weird, weird, right? that's weird. But she used to rent it all the time. See, I don't think I ever watched it at home. I think I saw it twice in theaters. This was, there was this span from like uh, 97 to 98, early 98, right? That was big for me because um, I was not allowed to watch like most blockbusters, action movies, sci-fi movies, comedies. I'm super overprotective. And this was the spin where, like, the door started to creak open a little bit. And the three I distinctly remember just, like, unabashedly going, like, or the four, I would say, where I was like, masterpiece, masterpiece, (laughs) perfect, Uh were Not in Order, Lost in Space, Lost World, Jurassic Park, Godzilla, and Batman and Robin. Okay, Mm -hmm. now rank those movies now. Now? Yes. And we're talking about Roland Emmerich's
4: Godzilla, to be clear. Correct.
2: All four of them I thought were great because I had no context. And two of those movies were written by Akiva right. I was right. going right. to say the, this through line, <laughs>
4: the through line in so many of the movies that it sounds like you, but definitely yeah. me, love from those years from my childhood are is a one particular name, and that's sure. Akiva Goldstein. <laughs>
2: but, but also, at this point in time, like I hadn't seen any of the other Batman movies. I hadn't seen Jurassic Park. I hadn't seen Independence Day. Like I'm seeing the shittier versions of the movies that everyone else loved. And because I hadn't seen them, I was like, this is amazing. It's a movie with spaceships. Yeah. Right. right, right. Batman's in a movie. How can you top that? And everyone's like, it's the fifth Batman movie. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, How would I rank those four today? Yeah.
4: Seriously. It's hard to pick a number one.
2: I think Lost World is number one. I agree, but it's a, it's a soft one. It's a soft (laughs) one. I think Lost World is number one. I think... I think this is number two. I think Godzilla's number two for me. Oh God, that movie is rough. What do we know about her? <laughs> She's 500 feet tall. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm fucking up the line. The line is, what do we know about him? He's 500 feet tall. He weighs 6,000 pounds. He's storming through New York City, and he's pregnant? Is that Broderick? Yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> paraphrasing, but it's the line where he realizes that Godzilla is more like... Momzilla. Yeah. Yeah, more like we watch it constantly (laughs) on
4: VHS. And the reason I mentioned this mission sucks before is that I feel like I have a memory, and I don't know if this is a correct memory, that I feel like that is the line that we would the most just sort of say back and forth at each other at random moments. And like like, like, our mother would not have any idea what we were talking about. This mission sucks. This this mission sucks. I guess so. (laughs) I do remember that. Uh, We had many little weird in jokes
2: like that. It is true that this mission does suck, objectively. That has been said. This This mission mission sucks. It does
4: suck. It's weird that she's just realizing this but uh and it's a great hard cut uh was the is, tagline
2: for this movie get lost uh that was one of the taglines okay. for this movie that's just such a gimme along with <laughs> especially for 1998 exactly what a gimme. along
4: with danger will robinson
2: yeah cool great tagline yeah one of the best but that was the iconic <laughs> line from the show uh it was that was like and a nostalgia also button
4: launch thing.
2: at the date well fuck that. <laughs>
1: that's,
2: uh, sorry.
4: Yeah.
1: That's,
4: that's what I got for okay. you. Okay. So let's let's go
1: back. <laughs> let's go back we to, got to the You
2: gotta
4: talk fighters. about the Apollo four forty theme song that plays yeah, at the end of this thing. movie.
2: Dun, 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 dun. Uh, uh, bubble Fighters.
4: Bubble Fighters. So we open uh and yeah, we're told like
1: uh, Earth Failing,
4: Hypergate, and apparently the other they've built the other Hypergate? What is they don't explain it at all. They're going to build it when they get there, isn't that the idea? No, that's- but the idea is that I guess so. I guess that's it. They the build the other hypergate they and then the people Earth will line. be able to jump to wherever yeah. they go and then humanity will be saved. Am so I getting that right? The yeah. hypergate yeah. isn't even like a wormhole. It's just a navigator. Like you go through it and it just helps you go to the right spot. Right. Okay. So they're going to build this hypergate yeah. but unfortunately the evil global sedition is against this hypergate. Why? Dun. Why? The no thing that's idea. saving all mankind? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very hard to understand what their problem is with this thing. Because <laughs> yes.
3: they want to go... Uh, instead. I think it's just the fighting for who's going to colonize, I right? guess so.
4: But, like, why don't they build their own hypergate? Are they trying to sabotage this hypergate while they build their
2: own hypergate? Because hyper then all the I other people might be will then
3: be at the planet. Well, you're they saying, want
2: the planet. You're saying that they are trying to sabotage the mission because they want to be the ones who colonize instead of the Robinsons?
3: Well, or whatever Robin, the Robinsons are uh, so,
2: working on behalf so of. So they're
3: cockblockers
2: is what they are. But so at
4: the same time, there's also supposed to be this so idea... You're saying Hold, on, hold that, on! That
3: people think the world. <laughs> hold on! Hold on! <laughs> Wait, what, 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 Griffin, what am I trying to say?
2: <laughs> You're saying the cock block. Is...
3: Yeah. Okay.
4: Fine. What were you I saying? Thought I <laughs> thought I should just go right past that. <laughs> um, yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> good instinct. The dad oh at the same time, there's supposed to be this idea that most people apparently think the Robinson thing is a stunt, and that the planet is going to be saved. Through like environmental technology. Right. This
2: is when the first real like note of Interstellar hits me is that scene where they're like actually what you know is technologies came too late. We've been lying about everything. Everyone's fucked. Yeah, this that's is the when only William Hurt says that the ozone is at forty percent, which but is a line is like, I really love.
4: Yeah, that's wow. great. That that's <laughs> sort of suggested like half the Earth should just be scorched, right? <laughs> like, and people what? should be dying of cancer. Just in this street. huge dial up on the screen of like where is the ozone at, and every now and then it like goes down. And
3: everyone's like, oh boy, shit. <laughs> well, that's why we had it this month with the recycling <laughs> technology. That's why I thought they chose to have the desert hologram thing because like I yeah. was just assuming the whole planet's a fucking desert for the most yeah. part.
4: Okay, but Bubblecraft. There's a great scene of Bubblecraft. I'm sorry, bubble Fighters. Bubble Fighters. You got LeBlanc, he's Bubble Fighter One. Yeah. This Cold War just got hot. Uh-huh. That's the other one we That's would always say line. to each other. We would say that to each other all the time. It's Lenny James. Yes, yeah. Cold War just got hot. Like he's so good. It really? It was a cold war. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I don't you built bubble fighters to deal with a war that's never happened. But then they always talk about how he's a war
2: hero. Yes. So he fought in some war. Right. It sounds pretty hot to me.
4: <laughs> no, but this Cold
2: War just got hot. Do you want to hear my LeBlanc take? Yeah. <laughs> so
4: Lenny James is just really down. Lenny James, it. Is yeah. Lenny James it.
2: has aged.
4: Like he's de-aged since yeah, it's this movie. Bizarre. He seems like he's fifty-eight years old in this movie. <laughs> right, right. He looks younger in The Walking Dead. He does. Yeah, and his voice is like 80%
2: less gravelly now. Right. Like what happened to it's him? It's like how like Wolford Bramley was like
1: 32 in Cocoon. <laughs> Uh, yes
2: Do you yes. know Wolfer Brimley was like 40
4: in Cocoon I, mean, I, I know I yeah. know I know I know Mike Ryan points that out a lot right. he's when well, Brimley's a comically old looking person, but Wolfer Brimley never got younger looking you know
2: what I mean <laughs> that's the point because <laughs> you see him show up in like did you hear about the Morgans it's like has Wolfer Brimley been cryogenically frozen <laughs> what the no, fuck happened uh, okay here's uh, the my LeBlanc James take. had
4: more of a Piven arc where it's like it's he so, somehow
2: got younger sure here's, right. here's my LeBlanc take yeah, yeah. They offered him this role. Apparently, it was originally Sean Patrick Flannery. Yes. What? (laughs) The boondock saint. I'm sorry. Matt LeBlanc was was number two? No, these guys were number 11 and 12. Let's be real. I'm sorry. Very good call. (laughs) They hire Sean Patrick Flannery. Uh huh. Then, when they put them all together, they realize, or they. They decide Apparently. that they look. he looks too much like the Robinsons. He looks too he much like have Bill the Hurt. Same, yeah,
4: William Hurt has sort of Irish look to him, you know, right? right? Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. said we
2: need a different look. So, of course, they go, who do we get? So who do you get? The next big action star. Let's look to the cast of Friends. And, of course, they offer the role straight to Matthew Perry, who turns it down. <laughs> I swear to you.
4: No, this is that's not
2: true. That's 100% true. <laughs> That's not true. That's 100% true. He knows this shit. IMDB, they offered it to Matthew Perry. He turned it down, and then they went to LeBlanc.
4: That's just rude. I mean, this is also when Matthew Perry is gripped by prescription drug addiction. Yes. So maybe he was like, I'm 110 pounds right now. You don't want me playing. But he also was, like done
2: a couple rom-coms at this point. Done yeah, but he's not going to play this role. No, LeBlanc of course not. is at least like what you're looking for, right? right? I mean, So I think LeBlanc gets this role, and he goes, okay, this is my chance to be Harrison Ford. I know I play a shitty actor on TV right. who wants to be playing this type of role. Right. And audiences have seen me do a bad impression do of fake, someone.
4: But good acting. Mm-hmm. Right. Good so bad acting.
2: Yeah. I need to work as hard as I can to push all the Joey Tribbiani away from mm-hmm. this character. Mm-hmm. Which in the process Makes it feel like the exact performance Joey Tribbiani that's would. That's the get. thing.
4: He doesn't say how you doing, but like he might as well be Joey Tribbiani. But it feels
2: like Joey Tribbiani being like, "No, that's... I gotta be taken seriously." Yeah. like that's the problem. If he played it Great, more like jo- Joey, thank you. It probably I gotta didn't, be probably didn't seriously.
4: Help that he was filming Friends at the same time right. as he was filming this movie. Like, exactly, that's really what hampered him.
2: But I think if he played it more like Joey Tribbiani not the performance would be good, but it would be better than what we got, where he's just in every scene being like, what's the opposite of what Joey would do? Um, but also, the dialogue is terrible. Dialogue, the, is, the, the dialogue is fucking dialogue. He
4: saddled with, ni- and he's saddled with the worst dialogue because yes. he has to do all these one lines. Right. That's a cold fish I'd like to thaw. Do I have that right? You have that absolutely right. That's the cold fish I'd like to thaw, he says to the cold fish's father. Monkey flips yep. the switch. And the monkey flips the switch. Uh, he has so many more if this is if this is uh, what was it if this is a dream why aren't there more girls which yeah which he says it has no relation to anything around it it's (laughs) just something that they shot one day they were like on set and they were like Matt can you just sit down and we're gonna shoot you saying if this is a dream why aren't there more girls and then we're just gonna find somewhere in the movie where we can just insert that we'll put that in because it's (laughs) when they see like the time bubble Yeah, so he performs the daring rescue of Lenny James
1: in Bubblecraft. He gives him a little love tap, but don't take this the wrong way. Don't take this the wrong way. Hey,
4: what? Are we married? now? Oh my (laughs) God. God, I want to marry you, Lenny James. (laughs) Look, I'm just kidding. When's the wedding? Like, I think they want to get married. I think the central thing is he doesn't want to be ripped apart from Lenny James. Stop ostentatiously changing my levels. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I like to yell. Um, And um, and that's why he's objecting to be putting on this mission, because I want to be on this mission if the Earth is
2: but yeah dying let's get right. out of here but he's like you don't need a fighter you don't need like a real pilot like, you need like a
4: trained monkey right monkey flips this way yep. okay <laughs> so what do we think of the first action scene which after which immediately after which like the last line is like you know not, hey, this no, doesn't getting, mean we're married you're now. not getting or, out of buying these beers that easy literally right. the second after that line is uttered the title sort of like swooshes across right. the screen in like a weird font that you can barely read because it's yep. like cool
2: well, and this, cool. this movie does that thing where it like this is very Goldsmany, but like sets up the like, hey, you know, you owe me beers after this, and then when Lenny James almost dies, it does the like, you don't get out of beers that easily. Eighty seconds in between <laughs> the setup and the punchline, <laughs> like that's eighty being. seconds in a daring like made right. in space rescue. Right. But that joke works if you set it up at the beginning and it pays off at the very end, right? Or at least an act later. But the movie like doesn't give you time. To like no, it's
4: distracted you with a bunch of gay panic humor, and then it's like, oh, we're back to the beer. Okay, this right. cold <laughs> war just
2: got but hot. The funniest <laughs> of all panic humor. <laughs> Love a panic humor. Um, um Yeah, but then they just flash the title, and Leblanc saves him, and everyone's like, you're you know, fucking irresponsible. You're bad. Well, and why is it irresponsible? It it's not. Make any sense. They're basically not him for endangering the spacecraft. He's killed the global sedition. Yeah, guess what it also worked. Like everything worked. The Bubblecraft was, was going
4: to fly into the hypergate. It's right. not like
2: the Bubblecraft right. was just going to like die. It was like he was actively Look, stopping David the- David, I don't know why you need to explain this. Everyone knows that the Bubblecraft was going to crash into the hypergate and destroy the global sedition. Everyone knows this. So, they've already bungled
4: his introduction because he's supposed to be this crazy, like, I'm going to do my own thing guy. And but for the he rest did something movie, that was commit complete. That. And they commit, try to commit to that, but he never does anything to As justify it. As if he has it. already well, proved his well, Actually, up. there is he stuff he does later. Stuff but later. He, he, uh, he also has weird little eye targeting oh, yeah. that that's, doesn't come back. No. That's just the one time. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the special effects in this scene?
2: It looks like a PS3 game. It looks does. like Red Alert 2. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look good. It doesn't. No. But it makes me realize how good video games have gotten. It's true, because they could
4: do this now. You're right. Totally.
2: Yeah, and yeah. like, even when it cuts to like the live action, like LeBlanc element, I'm like, the rendering's pretty good where this could just be like a PS3, PS4 game. It's like the era of like, now we can make like the entire battle in CG. We don't need to do models for anything. Right. And they can like get the yeah. textures right, but there's no weight to anything. Yeah. And the lighting's off on everything. And the
4: design so. on both ships are r- weird. It's bad. So it's bad. bad. Uh, is bad okay and then as you say this movie just like hits the ground running and like needs to get going really really fast so then we
2: cut to Dr. Hobby giving a speech about whether or not we can create love
4: right that's correct and he opens up a woman's face and uh you know (laughs) and Ken Lung's there tells her to take her shirt off and Ken Lung's there yeah uh, yeah, he, he's giving a speech. Who cares? I don't even know about uh, hyperspace. Uh, I'm he's Hurt. talking to reporters, and they're, and they're covering up the fact that their pilot was murdered. That's yeah, like, right. They're like, right. What, what about his illness? And, 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 uh, and the uh, general was like, oh, anyway. The, the general, who is Don West from the TV show, Try. I believe, he comes like, hey, please, please, no <laughs> questions about this incredibly insane mission. It's fine. <laughs> it's all fine. Let's scuttle him off. He meets with William Hurt. I mean, with Matt LeBlanc.
2: Right. And they and tell they him, hire him as a pilot. That, right. that his friend, who he thought was sick, has been murdered. Yeah.
4: And that the world, which he thought was saved by recycling technology, is in fact not. Yeah. Yes. And he says we should pulse pulse blast their bases. Pulse which blast. Which tells us that apparently the sedition. Uh, we have pulse sedition, blast technology. Yeah. <laughs> we have pulse blast technology and the sedition has bases.
1: I don't know where those bases are or what's going on with all that.
4: I don't. Uh, Sure, let's pulse bless him. I did not
1: pick up on that. And he also says, "Man was born on Earth, but he was not supposed to die here."
4: (laughs) (laughs) Do not go gently into that good night. Uh, Don West says all that. Yes. Uh, So he's hired. Because William Hurt likes to stuck up for his friend. It's not really clear what he likes. He says exactly. he'll do after he's like. After the guy's like, so you sabotaged or you you went into d- d- disobey an order and d- put technology at risk to save a friend. And he's like, yes, sir, I did, sir. Yeah. and William Hurt's—he's supposed do. to be like William Hurt's father—is the vague idea that is not referenced that much, but is yeah. there in the movie. You mean, right. wait, William Hurt's supposed to be like his father? Oh, he's supposed I mean, to oh. sort of be a- akin to William Hurt's war hero father, because they right because he says like I studied your father's battle well, techniques. This
2: movie is also about kids who look up to dads who promise they're coming home and don't. This is true. Like. All right. Interstellar. Alright, stop comparing this movie to Interstellar. You could have done all you could
4: have done all this on the Interstellar episode when it would have been appropriate, because I think Christopher Nolan ripped off this movie.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, I think it's fair. Also, I don't know if you noticed, Tars was an executive producer on this movie. <laughs> well, Blarf was an executive producer on Interstellar. I know! There's double dipping going on. Blarp, yeah, he's a, a vice president of acquisitions at Paramount. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay, so now we cut back to the Robinson family. Uh, we got to meet them all. Right, and here's Mrs. Kensington. Uh, just say, say, say the actors Mimi Rogers. I'm, Rogers. I'm stealing Gerard's bit. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Vanessa Kensington's mom. <laughs> stop it <laughs> she's more famous she's famous for other roles mm, I haven't <laughs> not seen recently. Yeah. Uh, not recently <laughs> not
4: recently well she you know what she's uh, she's in uh, Door on the Floor sure classic uh, uh, The uh, The Rapture uh, sure she's in, she's in Ginger Snaps uh, which is a good movie. I, I'm sort of. Uh, Her father was a uh,
2: high ranking official in Scientology. and She, right. she famously Tom got Cruise. Tom
4: Cruise into Scientology and yeah. then left Scientology and was
2: like, Scientology's real wacky. I don't know what Tom's doing. Yep. Uh, which uh, is funny. Uh, playing one of the most thankless roles Literally, I have ever seen in this movie. She gets nothing. Nothing. She gets nothing to do in this movie. The character apparently has some kind of role in the mission, but
4: it's never really explained. It's true. There are no details. The mission is five people. Three of them have seemed to have no role at all. Right. Like it's really just William Hurt and Heather Graham's show. Yeah. And Heather Graham's job seems to mostly be the cryopods. Right. William Hurt's job is the rest of it. And then it's like what they're supposed to colonize. They're a family. Yeah. What are they going to fuck each other? Like what is this plan? I mean, right. I don't mean to be crass, but like Ben's kind of right. Ben's like right. What's, what's the What's the plan here? You got like William Hurt is what? 50? Big Hurt? 50, 50 at least. Mimi Rogers is around there. Heather Graham's like early 20s. Mimi Rogers probably year late old 30s and a 10 year at old. this. Right, right. I mean, what the hell is this? Like, what
2: is, these are the people you select? Yeah, LeBlanc just gonna slip that Italian salam oh. to everybody? <laughs> <laughs> oh. But pass around the gabagool? I don't know what's going on here. <laughs>
4: There's anyway, no- yes, we're introduced to her. See, he's doing legend. Bro- no mon- is
2: that what we're talking <laughs> No more
4: monkey business. <laughs> no more guys, monkey business. To quote to quote Mimi Rogers. <laughs> Griffin, uh, your favorite <laughs> quote, no more monkey business. And, and
2: the and the principal that she's talking to is Who
4: is, is uh, the original, yeah, yeah. original right. Miss Robinson. When she turned right. into a gorilla. It's very good. Uh, but, yeah, but, uh, gorilla with see, a bikini Gorilla with a bikini This is when you realize <laughs> no more
2: monkey business. That, that Will Robinson Is Dexter's lab Yeah he is Right He is <laughs> right. Dexter's lab And he's the smartest Little boy in the world All he cares about Is science fairs Right And Lacey Chabert Is Dee Dee Right, oh, right. <laughs> No but even though Will Robinson Is this close To cracking time travel The only thing He cares about Is his dad showing up At a fucking science fair Right and his dad Never shows up No And Lacey Chabert Who hates everything is 14 mm-hmm. hates everything is like <laughs> well she's really mo right that reminds me of the birthday messages i got for four years until i stopped getting them great
4: job she <laughs> sounds be. like a muppet yeah she's awesome she's my best friend her name is penny she has a tv show called penny vision that no one can watch
2: yeah it's <laughs> weird i mean she was sort of like the she original has vlog. she was yeah. the original vlogger she's, she's recording got, her life she's got a fucking vlog yeah and it's like
4: on her wristband it's cool she's it's, got a lot of like sort of like tank top over shirt with cargo pants that's like kind of her look sure it's like a really defined like late 90s like i don't how do you how do you, the
2: bottom car carter stole her fight club <laughs> look from <laughs> anyway it's the exactly smudgy eye right. makeup yes the weirdly layered Slightly pale like you know highlighted hair yeah. yeah yeah
4: um yeah oh, she kind of rebel it's not clear exactly what she's doing, but the mom at one point says she's being brought home by security every night. Oh, so. right. So maybe she she's like like, like, a, can,
2: a, like fighting the global she, sedition oh herself. She like misses a party. chocolate. She misses kissing. Oh God,
4: uh, Billy, I believe is her her boyfriend. Yeah, she looks like character that you would pick at the loading screen of crazy taxi <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you go I figured it oh, out you know down to yes, like the yes, spiky yes, hair yes, uh, yes yes so
2: yes weird. 12 comedy points yes. yes yes
4: so I love her she's my favorite character I wish the movie was called penny in space sure uh, that'd be great but no they're all going in space Matt LeBlanc's gonna drive them and uh, then and then as we're just racing through this yeah we really are racing through this this is like 12 minutes maybe yeah. And like the opening battle scene is like seven, right. so, you right. know. Right. It's right. like, right. and then Gary Oldman shows up. He's in desert. He's talking to someone else who has like a really weird voice.
2: Yeah. no, Gary Oldman in this movie is trying to serve up a plate of prosciutto. Oh, oh boy. He's trying to pretend it isn't ham.
1: Oh, I, 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 yeah. Okay. okay. You know what I'm then saying? I'm He's on board. like, well, right, this right, right, right finally it's Serrano. right, right. yeah yeah like, yeah come on it's ham
2: no
4: this is i know ham when i know ham I know this ham, is a supermarket is 2 days after the expiration date ham <laughs> because he's been this is, what he's done is he's taken his sandwich from his ham sandwich from the fifth, fifth right. element left it in the fridge he's brought it out a week later and he's like no no no
2: it's no gourmet <laughs>
1: Right. Because, no, because
2: that's the thing. He's in this villain run, but all the other villains he's been doing are really big, right? Air sure. Force One, Leon, Fifth Element, Leon, right. even, like, his small role in True Romance. Yeah, he's going, yeah. like, huge cartoonish. And this, he's like, let me try to just give you a touch of the ham. Let me try to be elegant. But this performance is completely bonkers. Uh, what do you think of this performance, Joe? I, I, love,
4: I love this I performance. I think he's fun. Purely, I think he's amazing. Uh, whether intentionally or not, it feels like he is just commenting on how terrible this movie is and how he's just trying to make the very best of it that he can. I agree. And this is the best
2: character from the original show and the best performance in the original show. Jonathan Freeman, I believe is his name. Yeah, who was like like not even supposed
4: to be the star of the show and he kind of just broke out because he was like,
2: oh, I hate families, you know, right. and everyone
4: was like, this guy's who I want. <laughs> I don't know, I don't even get it. <laughs> but, but this might make some weird decision because with that it was
2: like, oh, you he's... You
4: nincompoops. Right, it was right? like... It's, it's a lot of alliteration. If right? I
2: remember correctly, and I haven't watched the show in forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I remember correctly, he was like secretly the like turncoat within the group. He was always like, a risk. Sure. This movie, they know he's the villain from minute one. Yeah, they do? The yeah, they whole do. movie is just a question of how to deal with him. I know they should kill him.
4: Right? They should fucking airlock him.
2: But that's they, the thing. That's, In right? the original like, series, I believe they just hire him as the doctor, and they don't know that the doctor on the ship hates them.
4: I thought he sabotaged them. Like I think the original series has no, a does. very similar premise to but this. But I'm
2: saying they bring him on I, and then I get he sabotages, what you're them, saying. I believe. I get what you're if well, he's sense. supposed to be the doctor on this ship.
4: Uh, no, uh, he's not. No, he. They. Well, he's not supposed to be on the ship. He's not supposed to be on the ship. Right. But he. He did invent the cryo technology. Right. They mention right. him,
2: which is why he has access
1: and yes. is
4: able
2: right. to do whatever. But he's
4: being paid by the global sedition.
2: Can I? Can I just do a quick merchandise spotlight? What? Yeah. So there were a lot of toys for this movie. It is very toyetic. Right. Uh, a lot of elements, like they all came with fucking spiders that did different things or they, whatever. And
4: also, I mean, the designs were so good. I mean, how do you not capitalize all these on suits, this? Where it's cryo
2: like, suits. Yeah. Proteus suits. Sure. Um, the, but ship, the ship looks kind of cool. There, there is. There, I want to get to the ship because I have a lot of feelings about it. I do agree with you. There were three different Smiths that were produced. Uh which is weird because it's like rarely a guy and he's the villain of the movie. Well, he's one of the Smiths, the spider Smith, one of them's the spider Smith, which they packaged with a covering over it. So you couldn't see like, there was like a spoiler box Sure, right. it was just called future Smith and you didn't know what you were buying. Okay. Then one Smith is just like Smith in the black jumpsuit. But the one I want to get to is an action figure from this scene, which feels like a weird thing to make a toy out of. And it's called, Sabotage action Dr. Smith.
4: (laughs) When he's got his
2: little like box that he does sabotage with. And you're like, what's the sabotage action? No action feature. It's not like there's (laughs) like some fucking sabotage action he does. They're just, they tried to make it sound exciting. It's just him in like a maroon jacket and it's called Sabotage Action Dr. Smith. All right. Thank you. No more merchandise. That was the spotlight. I finished it. (sighs) Turn him down now. That was the <laughs> no go, go ahead,
4: Jason. I don't recall if he's supposed to be a believer in this edition. I don't no, think he is, think right? He just, just wants to make a lot of money. Yeah.
2: Whoever's uh, the right price, right? For the right price, he'll join any side. That's kind of the well, thing. Well, that's his right. whole
4: monologue that he right. gives when he's been uncovered, where he's like, I see the world differently from everyone else, yeah. you know? You don't remember that monologue. He's taking the red pill. <laughs> he is a bit of a red pill. Yeah. Um. Oh, sorry. Uh. Yeah, to give my regards to Oblivion. That's something he says. Uh, never fear, Smith is here. He says a lot, and like, the movie. It, in some ways, the movie doesn't. Once they're on, once they're off adventuring after they have defeated right. the, his plan. In some ways, the movie never really again figures out what to do with him.
2: But I still yeah. think he's amazing because I think Oldman is just so good, and he takes. <laughs> he's this, got that scene with Will crap. at the end that's amazing. When in Love. the chamber, that's like. Right, where he's, yeah. where he's like talking him over a... to giving him the gun, or yes, yeah, with that like amazing composite shot over his shoulder. Oh,
4: there's a fucking split diaphragm shot. Yes, yeah. which I was like, damn, like <laughs> I missed those. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and in all of those, he just m- does wonders with this horrible Cooper Goldsman dialogue, with the, which the rest yeah, of them have prosciutto. no idea what to do with Matt LeBlanc, because no idea what he's to do. Yeah, the Goldsman is like, so is like I know, I, okay, yeah, exactly, I get it. Here's you here's what you need, and here it is. Right. He's been here before. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, I find myself in this
2: river again. Great. Right. Yes, yeah, so I can handle this. <laughs> so he, Whereas he, like William right. Smith is
4: like, no. I mean William Hurt, he's
2: like, I who? will escape. He climbs into the vents and tries to sabotage the ship, which he does, but then they electrocute him because they're like, fuck you. Yeah, they just sort of leave him on there to die. And they burn this sense. thing onto his hand. Yeah. They think he's dead, but yep. then after the Robinsons get into their cryo chambers and go to sleep, after LeBlanc tries to slip the the gabagool. And after the monkey flips the switch. The monkey flips the switch. switch. So
4: the Jupiter 1 is like this big launcher. It launches the thing. It goes into space and it splits apart and then we got Jupiter I love, two. I love that. Yeah. I love it too. That's the shit I love. It's That's the kind shot. of thing yeah. that movies like this do that I just love so much. Yeah. That like that the uh, the the whole takeoff sequence with the guy at the like control yeah, room who's like, you like you you've never seen before, never up seen it go. on your command. But apparently he's like Major West's best friend, even though yeah. we've never seen him before. He probably I should be you. Lenny James. That might have made more yeah. sense, yeah. but whatever, would've it would've doesn't matter. This launch sequence just got hot. And then you have that reveal which I guess is a reference also to the original show but I don't even know is that. It? Is it Is that the idea that the old one looks more like their ugly ship from the TV show I and then it so. like breaks apart and it looks yes. cool and yes. modern? Yes, yes. Which uh, they do
2: the opposite well, the, thing with the robot. The lost in yes. space ship is a flying sauce? Right, it's just it's like a, yeah. a literal
4: flying sauce. Right right right, 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 right. The Jupiter Two in this movie, kind of, I decided looks like, like it looks like a Ford Escort from like nineteen ninety eight. Like, <laughs> oh, it's I have all, a different take. It's all rounded, you know,
2: like there are just no edges at all. I think it looks like a certain era of Sony Walkman. Yeah, it looks like a Walkman. <laughs> that's, Remember that, that's when the they same started thing. doing like colored Walkman, like right, or like blue a Motorola plastic.
4: Pebble? You know, where they were just like <laughs> they were just like round. It's all everything should be round, just yeah. like blobs. Everything looks like a blob, like. I definitely. Cool blocks, I had a metallic you know? blue Walkman
2: that looked just <laughs> like the Jupiter 2.
4: But it's just, and, and it's, I think it's just what happens to cars at that time in the mid '90s, where they're like, no more edges, round, like, yes. And uh, I, I love the design of the Jupiter 2. I actually like the sets of the ship. They're a little sterile. Uh huh. But like, I think it looks
2: okay. Uh yeah, I agree. I think it looks they're, okay. It's
4: nice to see a set in any. That's what I was gonna say. It's cool that it's yeah, a this, set. This movie has a lot of. Sets. Of, like, really I miss big sets. sets. Big, yeah. for
2: real sets.
4: It has this a couple ship. matte
2: paintings, like... Okay, so yes. this was the Discman I had. Yeah, that, that is, looks That looks exactly like the Jupiter like, 2, I remember right? that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
4: We'll, yeah. We'll tweet it, but yeah, that we'll tweet mean, we'll yeah. that thing.
2: <laughs> that was my guy. That was my main guy. I was yeah, listening to Appetite for Destruction on that dude every day. <laughs> ding, dong. Uh, ben. ding dong. Ding dong, ding uh, dong. No, uh, I'll, I'll get it, because I need to go to the bathroom Okay, okay, all right. Let me it.
1: walk out as I'm opening the door. Harumph, harumph, harumph. Uh, Hello, sir. Uh, Hello, you may not recognize me because uh, the follicles of my face have grown out some. Perhaps you recognize my famous mustache, but not the whiskers on my chin, the sides of my face. Uh, I gotta say, I'm not really picking up on who you are. Usually it's just the mustache, Uh, the famous mustache. mustache. Uh, Wait, are you Inspector Hukyu Parwaro? No, I'm not. I (laughs) appreciate... That was not a bad guess. He has the most
4: famous mustache in the biz. I'll
1: give you a hint. Uh, do not pass go. <laughs> you're Mr. Moneybags. Rich Uncle Pennybags.
4: Is hey, What is your actual name? I always forget.
1: Rich Uncle Moneybags. Pennybags is my nickname. Uh, okay, well, how are you doing? Uh, well, I have a bit of a problem. Uh-huh. So you see the whiskers on the other areas of my face, my chin, my cheeks, my sides? You've got a, a lot of hair on your face. I want to keep saying. that mustache nice and trim and neat.
4: So you're looking for perhaps an amazing shave? Well, but here's
1: the issue. Yeah. My budget for the shave is $1.
4: Okay. Well, can I tell you
1: about my Dollar Shave Club razor? You have to understand, a man does not become as rich as I am paying, what, a million, two million dollars a shave? Okay. You have to be fiscally conservative when it comes to your shaves. Okay. Dollar Shave Club, which you
4: may or may not have heard of. It's only $1. What? They make products for your hair. For your face,
1: for your skin. Well, I'm bald. I don't need when that. When you're in the shower, well, you have a little, well, a little tufts on your head. I never shower. I'm bathed. Anything bathed you by need to buy the dog. You know the dog token?
4: Yes. I don't want to uh, copyright infringe, but yes. I know the dog token. You don't want to go down this alleyway?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, Ben, how you doing? Okay, look. Um, I'm slapping the sawbuck down on the table. Tell me what I can get for this dollar.
4: Well, uh, I think a sawbuck is more than $1, but yes. Um,
3: uh, oh, it's it,
4: money. It doesn't matter anyway.
1: Don't say the word.
3: Got <laughs> that out. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. Um, uh,
4: it's uh, all their own original stuff. Oh. They use their own premium ingredients. Mm. They
1: deliver it to you. In a thimble? A, d- a little tin thimble? Sometimes. Uh, it's more in a box. The box I got a box. What is that box delivered by an old-timey race
4: car? Sure. It means you don't have to get in your old-timey race car to go to the store. Ah. You don't have to go to the drugstore and like walk around being like, how, like, what product do I need? They just give Wearing it all my for metal you.
1: Top hat. It's heavy. All right. Heavy lies the metal top hat.
4: All right. Listen, Mr. Uh, Pennybags. Yes, Rich <laughs> Uncle Moneybags. Pennybags is my nickname. Sure. I want you to love <laughs> Dollar Shave Club as much as I do. If I only have to spend a dollar, I'm in. So I've arranged for you to try the first month of their best razor, which you'll get. You get the, the shaver, and you get the razors. Okay. Replacement razors come. Okay. Along with travel-sized versions of shave butter, body cleanser, and yes, you won't see this coming, even butt wipes for $5. How,
1: how did you know?
4: After that, replacement... the dirtiest, dirtiest just- butt in the business.
1: <laughs> David, how did you know what a mitzvah you've done for me? After that, replacement cartridges ship for just a few bucks a month. It's the DSC starter set. I mean, at this point, I'm five. If, if they can clean my butt, I'm down for anything. You get it for $5 exclusively at Dollar Shave okay. com slash check. Well, you know what? Uh, That's Dollar Club.com slash check. But, but David, I've just met you. How can I believe you? What do you know of these products? I've gotten these products.
4: They've delivered me the razors and, and the replacement cartridges and all this stuff. And I love using it. Oh, my shoots and ladders! It came right to my door. Wow! In a tiny little box. Yeah, in the butt wipes. Yeah, it's the you know the whole package.
1: How does your butt smell now? After you get the DSC starter set, your butt smells pretty good. Hey now! <laughs> hey now! For being such a good friend, uh, doing uh, such a kindness for me. Uh, here, here's five hundred dollars. Keep the change. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Mr. Pennybags. Yes. Uh, I- Money obviously, so it doesn't.
3: Oh, count. it's not he even said worth it, it again.
1: Anymore. But what were you going to say, Ben?
3: I was gonna ask for some
1: money too, but oh, that's fine. Here's two thousand dollars.
3: Wait, he gets two thousand? Oh, wow, thank you
4: so anyway. much. Anyway, it's
1: from the game of life, though. Look, so guys, it doesn't really matter. Look- <laughs> All right,
4: so just go to DollarShaveClub.com/slash/check. Mm. Yes, five bucks a month. Replacement
1: cartridges we will ship for a few bucks a month after that. You get a whole package, and my mustache will burn be returned to its. B- glory it's spotlight on my face uh okay you've gotten me out of pop trouble one could say hey griffin how you doing oh good i just had a good pee what's oh god what stinks in here <laughs> all right see it's you later, later mr butt. Pennybags. i'll see you later right. my stinky butt <laughs>
4: um so yeah, they build all these cool sets. but given the fact that they had all this money and they could build all these huge sets i think it it feels somewhat overwhelming. Uh, um, under underwhelming. It's given a li- if yeah. you had all of that space, because most of the space on the ship is just nothing. It's true. Yeah. There's, a there's a lot there's of Look one console <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that it's everything true. happens at with really stupid looking chairs. But it's also and not then, like that was
2: a deliberate design aesthetic. It's not like they were going for a sparse minimalism. It's just like <laughs> they ran out of shit. know <laughs> they just
4: I'd only had a certain number of ideas. Right. The chairs also go up and down at one right. point. You're and that's right. pretty the, much it. The chairs are a little weird because they have these like tubes. That sort of, like, you know, rests on the back of your head. These uh-huh. weird sort of, like, beetle shell I would
3: I would argue it's one of the least active... Like someone at the controls I've ever seen in a movie. I feel like n- yes. there's no steering wheel. There's one there's scene n- where Matt LeBlanc has something that he right, sort of tilts right up and, and yeah. down. Just,
4: it suddenly appears. Before that, when they want to go forward or back or shoot things, he just like taps a button yeah, in the yeah. way that I would tap my iPhone. Like and he's putting in that much effort. It's and a the monkey flips the switch. switch. Yes, yes, we yes, we all know it it's the iconic All right, line so but the they're all yep. in cryo sleep. Robot wakes up. Uh huh. Now I love the design of robot because it's like, what if a robot was bad, sure. looked <laughs>
2: shitty, and was stupid? And it looked bad. And also, I know you're talking (laughs) about design, but in terms of characterization, their take is, what if a robot had zero shell? Sabotage (laughs) ship. Sabotage (laughs) ship. Kill Robinson. Kill
4: Robinson family. He has to announce everything that he's doing. Gary Oldman programmed me. How else would we know? I know. He's very subtle otherwise with his four arms that shoot electricity, but, like, two (laughs) main ones. It's like, what if there's, like, a robot torso with arms, right? And, like, a head. But then
1: he's on top of, like, more arms. He's, what and, lies and, beneath? Uh, rated R. <laughs> playing at AMC Village 7.
4: He's voiced by the original robot guy, right? Yes. Like, uh, yeah. uh Dick T- Tuffield. Mr. Movie Phone's dad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he destroys things for a while, but then they wake up and they... There's one really weirdly brutal scene... Where he's going to electroblast uh, the girls, sure. And Mimi Rogers is clutching Lacey Chabert to her like bosom and saying, yeah. "Look away, baby, look away," which rough. is like not something that you need to include in this scene. No. You know what I mean? And immediately, that's when Will is Dexter like comes out with his, he's remote like, a "Robot, and, yeah. obey me now," you know, right. like and, uh, and saves the day. But like that's a, a quite a note to put in there at the last second of that action right. sequence.
2: So they all wake up. Sabotage has been done. Dr. They, Smith
4: is there. He's got sedition burn on his hands. Now
2: that Oldman is awake and he realizes the sabotage ship would kill him. Right. All he, he cares about is his them. own life. Sure. But he's got the fucking thing. And then they immediately realize he's a piece of shit and he fucked this up. But Judy's chamber won't open. So he's like, right. got to make Heather a choice. Graham.
4: Right, right, right,
2: right. And he's like, give me a
4: word as an officer that you won't kill me. And then, and he and then meanwhile, while all that is happening, they're also too. careening into an enormous sun. Right. They're careening into the <laughs> sun. So they use the hyperdrive to go through the sun. Yes. Because the hyperdrive, as we've
2: been told in William Hurt's detailed lecture. Where are we going? Anywhere but here. It, right. If you don't have the hypergate, then you just end up somewhere. Right. Uh, so they don't want to waste it, but LeBlanc is like, trust me on this one. Let's talk about Heather Graham for a little bit. Sure. Her role in this, char- in this movie, her character's function is to be the stickler, to be the pro. Right.
4: She's uh, yeah she's sort of the, uh, the data of the next generation or whatever. It know. is
2: one of the least convincing depictions <laughs> of bad. authority I have ever it, seen. I mean, her one job is to go, oh, shit, you got to listen to her. She right, knows what right, she's talking right. about. Yep. And every scene she kind of shrugs off like, well, it looks like our gas is pretty low.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she's a year off of um, Boogie Nights. That's uh-huh. in
2: 97. New Line was trying to make her a star. Like, she had these three right. big she's New in Line Powers, movies. She's Powers,
4: which is New Line Comes the next out the following year. year, yeah. And she's in Bowfinger the next year.
2: Which is and one of only
4: two good performances she's given, I would argue. Boogie Nights?
2: Yeah, I think Boogie Nights and Bowfinger are the two good performances playing essentially the same character.
4: And, uh, you know, she had
2: been around for a long time.
4: Like, she yes. wasn't young. I no. mean, she, she was born in 1970, so by this movie she's already, you know, she's 28. Yeah. But she's just breaking out. And uh, after Bowfinger, I would say that's the end of Heather Graham as a serious star. Right? Yeah. Like, it never even begins. Yeah. Like no, she had a, a there's couple no, big shots. Yeah. More opportunities than she
2: probably should yeah. have. Yeah. Right. Because, like,
4: after this, she gets, like, from hell, the guru... She's in anger management. I don't remember that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, she is. Yeah. You know?
4: And then, like, the it's like, it, uh, as quickly as it has, she's on Scrubs for, right. like, a season. And then
2: Hangover was, like, a quote-unquote comeback. But then oh, yeah. once she had that platform, everyone was like, oh, right, she wasn't very good. And, yeah. of course, Emily's
1: reasons why not. Right. <laughs> uh, canceled after,
4: like, 40 minutes of its first episode, pretty much. <laughs> but she much.
2: was one of those weird examples where I feel like when people saw her in Boogie Nights, they were like, oh, shit, is she an amazing actress? 'Cause that performance is so specific and it was right. like, and it's like no, oh, no she knows the role. Right. right. She fits this one thing well and she can't play anything else. She can play sort of like very naive, you know, like uh optimistic. But she's
4: also like this cute girl that Will uh Matt LeBlanc, not Will, yeah. uh, wants to uh make out. That's that's her other quote cold, unquote role. Right. Yeah. Right. That's pretty much all she gets. She's supposed to deliver technical to exposition
2: yeah. and reject kisses. That's all she's supposed yeah, to she do. Yeah, she rejects yes. at least
4: three kisses. Yes. Constantly with a different sort of quip each time and they right. get worse each time. And then, uh, then when she finally does when he's, him. When she's told that he's a war hero, she says, uh, who was it who said that those who can't think fight? Which means she's insulting him for being a war hero, which right. is sort of weird. Yeah. Right, which is weird. And then she says, complete the quote. I, think, I that think that it was me. I think that it was me. It's like you're quoting yourself in question form.
3: <laughs> You, talk, you, you didn't like the
4: that? They don't even write good rejections for her, and they just play out that beat of like him being like, "You should make out with her," and her yeah. being like, "No." Is played out like five times over the course of the movie. Yeah. He, so he's like, "What if we made out?" And she's like, "No." And he's like, "Great."
3: And like twenty minutes later, he's like, "How about now?" Uh, it's only the two of us. Do you want to do it? And she's like, "No, no thanks." Okay, look, <laughs> no, because I brought it up earlier, and I want to just speak on it very quickly. He points out that they are the only two single consenting adults yes. <laughs> which is to mean it's a little creepy he might he's thought about he should and move, and move on or the, the little boy he might fuck well that's
2: crazy or the robot Danger or robot. the robot
3: <laughs> can the robot consent? I don't know he does seem
4: to
2: have a consciousness of sorts well also if he wasn't into it everyone on the ship would know about it no I do not want <laughs> to fuck you
1: hard pass Don West
4: Put your penis back in your pants. (laughs) Throws him like across the giant empty set. (laughs) So how I I wish i had actually clocked how much time everything we just discussed is. I think 15 minutes. We've been talking for an hour and 15 minutes. Oh God. This, but like this, Happens right? They hyperspace now, and yeah. now they are lost in space. Okay, right? so now all the pieces
2: are on the board. Now the movie can really kick into gear, right? That's then, what it
4: feels yeah. and like. Should I, happen. I check the running time. I'm like, there's like an hour and a half left. I, you know, yeah. like I'm like, no, I don't remember much more of this
2: movie. <laughs> and then this movie just like goes from like four different extended set pieces that also have a lot of plot in them. Yes, but the plot is kind of like
4: that's what I'm saying. It is kind of four movies, but they're all these like so because like all right, so they blast into this. New part of space. Mm-hmm. They've never mm-hmm. been there before. We're lost, aren't we? This mission sucks. Correct. Boys kissing Billy. I'm just doing Penny's lines, right? Um, and and what and, else is happening? And then, yeah. Nothing. And then they pretty quickly find the like time, a hole in time, space. A hole in space immediately. Right. So the movie gives almost no time for like regular adventuring before it's like we're going to get into this time travel stuff. It's which a time is time loop like everyone's movie. like, what?
3: What? We're doing, doing this? I
4: also love how <laughs> they're like. It's like a hole in space just appeared in front of us. This ship is weird. It's like abandoned, but it's so futuristic. It takes them that hour video, to figure he looks it, looks so, it out. No, I really it want to riddle. finish this all because there's so much. <laughs> yeah. The video's old. How did they get here? We've only been missing for a day. Yeah. They leave the ship. They blow up the ship. They arrive on another planet. They <laughs> basically see themselves. Yeah. And then William Hurt says... I think time travel might be involved. And Matt LeBlanc's like, I mean, that's a little. I don't know. That's that's
2: a little wacky. let's I mean, chill the, out. The entire that's movie, not
4: really theoretically possible. The
2: entire movie Dexter's been like, eh, I'm like one piece away from time travel. <laughs> I've got like he's got like a Lego percent, set in front of him. Right, yeah. yeah, is it a screw? Do I need a lug nut? What? Is, I'm so close to time travel, and now they keep on hitting this thing really. Hard. What eventually tries to like establish itself too late as the emotional backbone of this movie, which is the dad never showed up to the science fair. Because now, when he is, reprograms the robot. It's
4: pretty radical for a science fiction film like this to have like a father-son relationship uh, be the central emotional focus of the movie. I think that's really wild. That's never happened in a movie before.
2: <laughs> and that's why Jonah Nolan came in and said, what if father-daughter... Right,
4: Joey, go ahead. you want to say something? No, I mean, we don't care. The kid is...
2: He is, sucks.
4: He kind of sucks and he's just kind of annoying. If I was
2: his dad, I wouldn't show up to anything. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. I think, that. I spend, think that's, when we start that's spending, a bingo. Right the there. movie yes. starts
4: spending a lot of time on it. Yes, and a lot of time on their, on their crap and no, we don't. We, we definitely do not care. And then the whole finale of the movie hen, ends up
2: hinging on it. I also, I think it ends up being kind of mean because it's like he keeps on talking about like, I love Will so much I can't figure out how to let him know. Doesn't really care about Judy or Penny. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. <laughs> or like, his wife. He clearly does care about Judy, right? Because she went a, into the
4: family business, and they're working on this project together. Great. He
2: Cares about her in the same way that like Donald Trump cares about his kids who work for yes, him. Yes, exactly.
4: Judy is the Ivanka. In this movie. I can't respect Penny you until you make money is, from me. Is like they. Uh, no one Tiffany. acknowledges Penny. She's yes, Tiffany. she's <laughs> Tiffany. Like, does anyone? Will talks to Penny a little bit. Matt LeBlanc has one line where he winks at her. That's it. No one talks to Penny That's through why this she's movie.
2: got Blarp. She's yeah. got Paul Blarp.
4: Yeah, she guides right. Paul Blarp, Maul Blarp. <laughs> I don't know. So they go through the hole in space.
2: Right. And they go onto this ship. I it's so what
4: it's futuristic. Called. The Proteus. Oh, I've never seen it's this. It's like ship a
2: like big line. Okay, or something. so be trivia fact. Throughout both the writing of the film, did you see this one? I saw this one. <laughs> throughout both the writing of the film and the entire production of the film, they couldn't decide on a name for the ship. Uh-huh. So anytime anyone says the Proteus, it is uh-huh. either said off camera right, or you see the actor say ship and they <laughs> dub in Proteus.
4: This movie has a ton of really bad One performance is 100% ADR,
2: but I feel like a lot of Wait, Oldman- Wait,
4: 100 Jared Harris does Jared not Harris. do one of oh, his Oh, lines. yeah, he does. It's true. It's true.
2: Yeah, but I feel like uh Oldman at the beginning weirdly has a lot of ADR. Like They couldn't yes. decide how much because by the end of the movie, he's doing- a pretty straight impression of Doctor Smith. Yes,
4: yes, yes, yeah.
2: And in the beginning, it's this weird other thing. A lot of ADR in this movie. A lot anyway, of ADR. The Proteus, in this movie. a name they didn't decide on until two weeks before the movie came out. They get onto the Proteus.
4: <laughs> they beer. find the message from Lenny uh, James. <coughs> from Lenny James, he's <laughs> like, "I been still searching that for beer. years. <laughs> And of course the main function of this sequence is to introduce the most important character in the Blarp. movie who we have already referenced who is Blarp. 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 And I mostly chose this movie so that I could have a chance to say Blarp a lot. Blarp. Blarp. Okay. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I don't know what the, we should say attached to the Proteus is an alien ship which f- we we don't know a is that full what, of spideys. Is that where the spiders came from? We it right. assume it's Presumably. either where the spiders came from or where Blarp came from right. <laughs> or, or both. both. <laughs> Sure. BLARP's the a spider. I don't know. Give birth
2: to BLARP. So we meet BLARP and BLARP fucking sucks. Blarp's a big, a big asshole. He's a <laughs> space monkey. He's an asshole. He looks like Crash Bandicoot with big eyes. Right. Like, he, you know, he's he, made out of clouds. Like it's it's the least <laughs> substantiative CGI creature in a a live movie. Well, this film, is I like you were
4: saying this is in the CGI period where they were like, they had this new technology, and we were like, <laughs> Yeah, we can make a whole character with CGI, but they could not. Yeah. They shot no, but they, the tried movie.
2: they shot the movie with a, puppet, with a fucking yes. puppet. Oh, they did? And there's one scene when it's like Judy and Penny like checking out Blarp on the medical table where you're seeing all over Blarp's shoulder and it's a physical Blarp. Like the back of his head, his arms are physical, physical and it looks pretty good. Anytime Blarp is in a scene, he looks like he's made out of like a fucking like sticker. Like he looks like a shiny hologram <laughs> he, he sticker. He looks like a screensaver. <laughs> yes, yes he, he does. does.
4: He does. Yes. He looks like clip art. And <laughs> he's, uh, he, he also doesn't make any sense because they just find Blarp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on this ship, he's like hiding in the hydroponics he changes bay. Changes colors. He's in he, the
2: hydroponics. He like
4: bay. changes colors like one time. Right. He's not even good at that. Yep. Everything else on this ship is dead and people. He burps. He burps. He does burp. Which is why they call him Blarp. Uh, blarp. He says it like that. And uh, but there's also spiders. The spiders. CGI spiders who look about as good as Blarp. Can I say something about Blarp? <laughs> you, really? <laughs> we, like, let's just do an hour let's on just Blarp. Stick to blarp.
2: <laughs> blarp talk. I I. I have talked about uh, how how prolific a doodler I am. How I uh-huh. how I like to doodle a lot in high school, especially yeah. when I was a bad student. I would just like work on very complicated, like weeks long doodles. Uh-huh. I spent a week in high school making a poster for my dream movie, which was Alien versus Predator versus Freddy versus Jason versus Terminator versus RoboCop versus Team Wolf versus. Back to the Future versus that thing from Lost in Space. I put Blarp in there. Sure, sure. He's he's in the Pantheon. And my poster was the Predator ripping Blarp in (laughs) half. Well. It was everyone else like around him, but Blarp was just being ripped in half by a Predator. Blarp doesn't seem to have a lot of defenses outside of uh,
4: changing colors.
2: I hadn't watched Lost in Space in years at that point. I liked it when I was a child, but I still remembered hating Blarp. Like Blarp is such a shoehorned in, like we need like a cute thing that the kids like, right? Well, but, then, uh, but
4: then we discovered this morning part of the reason, <laughs> the idea of Blarp, when we discovered those deleted scenes, which now it suddenly makes a lot more sense. We'll, we'll get to that. But at least the way it plays out in the movie, because they cut all of that, well, let's say, is that Blarp is just Penny's friend, right. basically, because Penny has no friend. Because then, so we've already funny. covered right. all the characters ignore her. Now They do. Um, and so she gets Blarp, and then that's pretty much it for Blarp. Well, one could say she
2: gets Blarped. She gets Blarped pretty hard. <laughs> they Blarp her real bad. But there's like a 12-minute deleted scenes reel, which is all pretty much this one subplot. Yep. And the one piece, the beginning of this deleted scenes reel is the extended version of this scene where they go, Well, where did he come from? There must be more from his species. Sure. Okay, so that's their little tease.
4: Okay, so you're saying there's a bunch of deleted scenes. I didn't watch them. Did you guys like watch them on YouTube or Get something? Correct? They're, on YouTube, They're on YouTube. And in the sequence, apparently it's supposed to be intercut with the whole you know, darkest Final timeline sequence. Right. Yeah. sequence. It is the darkest uh, timeline. <laughs> That's exactly what that whole sequence is. Yeah. Was going to be the ladies who, as it ended up, or just disappear from the movie yep. for that whole part, mm-hmm. go out into the woods because Blarp runs out and they run out after Blarp. Yeah. And they find a larger
2: creature. In a cave. Uh, who is also friendly like Blarp. Big Blarp. A huge fucking blarp who turns out to be future blarp. They realize it's future blarp. I I love
4: (laughs) this. Why isn't this in the movie? Humongous.
2: It's practical. It's a a big rubber blarp sitting in a cave. It looks horrifying. (laughs) Yeah, it's. And they're like, "Is this blarp's mom? Is it blarp's dad?" And they realize it is blarp himself from the darkest timeline. It's a fat blarp who ate too much and John Goodman himself (laughs) into a cave. Oh, I'm see,
4: um. Cause it, you know how he I, doesn't look anything like Blarp. Well, he looks like a D and D character. But it's because he's a puppet, and no, they I know. Ended up doing Blarp as CGI, which is one of the oh, reasons yeah. why they had to cut all yeah. this.
2: Do you know how I yeah. like started searching yeah. for this deleted scene? Real? No, how I went back and watched the trailer because I was like, I remember being really pumped from the trailer, and the mm. trailer has a shot of Judy touching Big Blarp, and I was like, what, what the, the fuck, the fuck is that, that? creature and that was is not like, in the movie? Right. I just googled like Blarp <laughs> deleted scenes. Are there other deleted and scenes? And so that, well, the
4: one more very important one is that. Well, they
2: keep on cutting back to the cave. It would have been intercut with the darkest timeline stuff with when the boys are being boys, the girls would have been blarping. Right. Because as it <laughs> We is- from now
4: on need to refer to on this podcast, like female characters having nothing
2: to do with <laughs> getting,
4: <laughs> getting blarped.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, because there is a section of this movie where the the three female characters do nothing for 40 minutes and just disappear until the end. Uh, they're they're just the, sitting on the ship
4: waiting. Apparently. Right. And in the darkest timeline, they are dead. Like we see their right. graves. Right. Right. What they were doing
2: right. was bonding with Big Blarp, right? <laughs> and at the end of the movie, when the movie ends really abruptly out of nowhere, with are just like, let's keep traveling. And then it yeah. just like cuts to credits. <laughs> <laughs> Penny was supposed to go, they were supposed to go like, what's that noise? Mm-hmm. And then Penny's supposed to be like, um, now don't freak out.
0: Oh and the doors rise oh up and boy. Big Blarp
2: comes in and they no. like take their guns on their way to shoot it. And they're like. It's Blarp. It's Blarp from the future. And then they all laugh and go and like, they're all oh, like, oh, Blarp. And it's like, oh, now they're all going to be on this ship with Big Blarp. That was supposed to be the ending of the movie was Big Blarp. That's the stupidest <laughs> shit I've ever heard in my
3: life. I like
2: it. Ben's
4: on board. I like it, too. That I would like bump it. it up to like yeah. three stars. I mean,
2: look, David, I'll say, you had to be there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch these scenes. You had to be there. But on the Proteus, there are spiders. Spideys the main villain of the movie I guess yes, they came with yeah. all the toys they can eat metal yes and they that's can, kind of it that's kind of it but right? Gary there's, old a, old of, there's a lot that. of them they eat their
2: wounded there's yes, a lot of them that's a big part they, oh, and at they, this bite, point, they slash Gary Oldman like, Will has little, totally right. reprogrammed robot and now robot is remote controlled has no yeah. intelligence of its own and he, Will
4: is using an iPad to control him right. until he needs to go into action mode and Big so. Hurt's like not
1: bad, not bad.
2: I love you, son. But he doesn't <laughs> say it to him. <laughs> he says, he it says it to the, mirror. To the robot. <laughs> William Hurt delivers every single line like he's being choked.
1: Well, like, my, my, the line or I really want to hit, which is right at the end of the movie,
4: is when he tells Matt LeBlanc they can't like escape the planet. He's like, no. We have to go deeper <laughs> through the planet's core, <laughs> and he says it like he's Lear, like he, I'm like he, he, I. mean and looked at each other with like, uh, like
2: embarrassment. And look, like, he's, he's a fine actor. He's like a wonderful actor and we've talked about him before in the show we will talk about him again Mm -hmm. one one could say this is a sequel
4: to Kiss of the Spider Woman because Gary Oldman gets a kiss of the spider
2: (laughs) he does there is that
4: weird scene (laughs) yeah go ahead where he French kisses a spidey (laughs) yes yeah that's another deleted scene where William Hurt falls in love with Spidey uh, Yeah.
2: Spidey number twelve. Yeah. Uh so then they get off this <laughs> shit. They get
4: off the protein and then uh Le- LeBlanc
2: find. has his weird shield mask. He has the
4: shield mask which His does armadillo nothing. mask serves no, serves no purpose, but, but it looks cool. But it's a
2: big money shot in the trailer. Yes. Another merchandise spotlight. I remember them making. Do you remember when like they used to make like plastic mugs of like the head of a character? Mm-hmm. Like you drink out of like Batman's head. Mm-hmm. I remember one that was Matt LeBlanc's like head with the mask over it.
4: <laughs> what? Okay. Wait. And it appears in the movie for like 10 seconds. And that's I, what I wanted to get to is the metal mask. That's what we're talking about <laughs> yeah, now. No, I
2: love this. And I remember that being on clearance at FAO Schwartz for like five years. Like I remember <laughs> 2003 you could still get a $2 If someone like,
4: wants to send that to me I'll gladly accept it. I'm going to find a picture of the mask. Talk I remember the mask. on the the VHS we had Joey did not have the deleted scenes but did have some sort of making of feature that you yes. could watch and it had like it was like Blarp was a lot of it. You sure. know, a lot of talk about how they made Blarp. Yeah. Probably some robot Great work. talk. Yeah. <laughs> very <laughs> very job, proud. Guys. Uh, I mean, like honestly, Jar Jar is a disaster, but it is crazy how just a year later, Jar Jar looks a lot better. A lot Blarp. better. I mean, like Jar Jar is a, a world ahead of Blarp. Jar
2: Jar at least like exists <laughs> in the same physical space as the main actor. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but the other thing is they really hit home how cool it was. <sighs>
4: Why? We're looking at it. It looks like (laughs) nothing. It does look like they had they had so much on how they did the CGI of the metal sprouting out of the back of his suit and then he like turns around as it like envelops his head. Which I guess was a complicated CGI shot for 1998. I'll
2: say this: we like. The, I think he looks kind of cool. Like I think it's a cool idea. We like, do, if he has a battle yeah. suit. Yeah, we do that gag on the tick a lot because the same thing happens with my helmet. Right, you've got you That's true. You've got a CGI helmet. I cannot tell you how frustrating it is to do those shots. How do you do them? It's so tough because it gets into all these specific things of like your hair and your face and like yeah, and then they have to paint moving. dots on your face and you have to repeat the same action five times. And then with me, it's like. I have to like swipe it off so I have to like run my hands over where the helmet would be but if right. I actually touch anything then it fucks it up. Right. I hated it. So there you go. I
4: think like No one should and, ever make it to <laughs> And And that's 20 years later. I know. You it's know? Still, so it probably wasn't like, a pain they, in they the ass. They were
2: overselling it. I still think it's a really tough thing to do. So he's got the and the, but then
4: I mean the real problem with this movie is that it wants to be this run and gun action movie. Right. Like uh-huh. it right. so desperately wants to be cool. Yeah. Yes. And every action sequence is just like 50 totally. percent of the way there it's like right. not even close it's like nothing. the gunships and this where he has his like blaster and his metal hat and he's shooting spiders And there's just like no tension to it at all
2: well there's yeah i'd say the two things with this movie no tension and also it's weird that it, this movie never really establishes uh like like real stakes because it's like okay fuck our mission's been sabotaged we're not making it to where we thought we were gonna make it but they're just sort of like, let's see where, where we where end up. Where are out. they
4: going? What right.
2: Is, it's true. They have no plan.
4: No. They just also, things just happen. A hole in space appears and Matt Blanc just goes into goes it. Goes into it. <laughs> and when, uh, when William Hurt says, wait, he says, I'll wait later, which Great again line. is one of those like Akiva Goldsman lines where you're like, what? That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, we should say this movie is directed by Stephen Hopkins
1: who uh, had
4: made The Fifth Nightmare in Elm Street. The Dream Child. He had made Predator 2. The worst of the Predator movies. <laughs> <laughs> the worst of the, Yes. Uh, he had made Judgment Night with Emilio Estevez and Cuba Gooding Jr. Okay, never heard of that. I he found made a, Blown Away. I
2: found a robot mug too.
4: Stop! <laughs> Enough. Drink me. He had never made <laughs> a major, you know, sure big budget movie like this, and it kind of it kind of shows. You also feel like he was hired because there was like so much. Studio pressure on this movie, and right. so much like studio weighing in on every little part of it. Right. You have to hire someone like a Stephen Hopkins who's New just Lyme gonna to like to take family, family you want. franchise. They yeah. had their
2: ideas of what they wanted the film to be. And, and so as a result, the movie has no, no character. has no identity. Right. right. Notably, on the IMDb page, says that Stephen Hopkins and Heather Graham were dating at the during production of the film. They apparently dated afterwards, yeah. Which is Ooh. weird. Uh, Stephen Hopkins,
4: born in 1958. In,
2: huh? in where was he
4: born? Uh, I don't know. I'll Jamaica. Oh, wow. So he's 12 years older than her. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, you're right. Born in Jamaica. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about Stephen Hopkins except he made Blown Away. He made The Ghost in the Darkness, which is not a bad movie. The Peter Sellers HBO movie. He made that later. But after Lost in Space, the big thing he makes is uh, 24, season one. He directs every episode. Oh, really? The best season of 24. And then he gets booted for a different director. Because 24 is always directed by the same director okay, every I don't season. Okay, uh, so he kind of set the tone for twenty four. Wow, um, but this, uh, yeah. So they. Go, I'll wait later. Yeah, they go to this fucking planet. <laughs> and and then, yeah, they man. go to
2: another planet. This is
4: the thing, though. It's like, how is this movie long? I like, I feel like it's like the because spider scene is it's so drawn all out. in the final. Time right, travel, let's skip sequence. over.
2: What's the planet in between? I don't even remember. No, there's there's a a one. no
4: that's it. That's it. And then they really? go to the time travel place, and it's like that whole thing is like that takes, takes at least, a, takes at least half an hour. So it takes so longer. Long. It takes almost an hour. It takes so long, yeah. and there's no real action. It's just a lot of explaining and it's right. like really complicated this is, for a kid's movie. Right, because right, I think the first <laughs> time half of the movie, movie. I think the first half of the movie, up to the destruction of the Proteus. So they leave the Proteus, yeah. the spiders are chasing him, Matt LeBlanc blows up the Proteus. Gary, uh, uh, what's his name uh, William Hurt's mad at him about it which is weird like uh-huh. that thing is
2: full of spiders oh and then Mimi Rogers up. comes in in one of only three moments she gets to like, do anything like Jesus you guys you, you have guys. In a pissing contest straight down the desk with testosterone <laughs> and uh, Jesus, Jesus you want to measure your dicks like you know, <laughs> like she makes like eight versions of the same joke yes. right
4: uh but and um I think the first hour of the movie is fine. I think it's fine. Yeah, it moves, totally functional. It has action. It's, it's not like, like well it's written in, or anything. In but like amusing enough. There's some designy stuff that's cool. I kind of yeah. like the cryosuits. I forgot to mention. I like how the yeah. eye thing like goes over them and they're the weird. Loops like, yeah, back. Yeah. Um. But then, right, once they land on this planet, which is some like knockoff fucking Fraggle Rock nonsense with like weird little like giant fur mushrooms. Yeah, or
2: whatever. Oh, and let's mention that on the first when they go to the Proteus. And they like take Oldman with him because yeah they do. He's like I'm a doctor, not a space explorer. Right. Uh, they're like right. Oh cool, Star Trek. But they like trust him. They're like we don't want to. We don't trust him, but we don't want to leave him alone. Uh, and there's a thing where Bill Hurt considers killing him, but then is like, how are we going to save humanity if we? That's can't- early. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. If so we're now, not civilized when I they don't get know. to the future Should planet, kill him, to be clear, when they get to the future plant, they leave him in his room and they lock. The gates. They do lock the gates. Then Marin comes in and interviews him. That
4: does take a lot right. of time. That is right. So it's supposed to be the whole. Who are your doctors? I don't
2: know. <laughs> it's supposed to be just Don West and uh and and the Big Hurt. Go Don
4: West and the Big Hurt go through the time bubble. Right. Then the this is when William hurts. Like Lark. I've got a working theory that time travel may be involved yeah. in this whole scenario. Matt yeah. LeBlanc's like that's crazy. Completely put him in a sanitarium. Shut up, <laughs> fucking lunatic. He must never speak again. He has yes. violated the laws of physics. And Will says, like, from a corner, like, time travel is not impossible. It's just improbable. He's and
2: like, what uh, is this? A more fucking science fair <laughs> bullshit?
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> William Hurt's like, I need less of this and more, more of this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And he's like, uh, you've never list listened to me, Dad. Uh, <laughs> David
2: <laughs> made a talking hand gesture and then made a zip it hand gesture. <laughs> Less of one, more of the other.
4: Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, so they get to the planet
2: and Jared Harris, one of my favorite character actors, a real GG, uh, so, a be guy. Will Smith and, I mean,
4: <laughs> so Will Smith plays <laughs> the spider. Dr. Will Smith. <laughs> the spider. time bubble merges the characters, so William yeah. Hurt and Dr. Smith. <laughs> <Right>. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> William Hurt and Matt LeBonc go through the time bubble and meet Jared Harris. Gary Oldman and Will Ra- Robinson are chilling out. The girls vanish from into thin air. <laughs> they get blarped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they get <laughs> blarped. and okay so Jared Harris who's a great actor this is right after he's in like I shot Andy Warhol right right. like he's like a young cool British actor
2: and I read an interesting LA Times piece like on him where he had just shot this and he was like you know after like I shot Andy Warhol no one really like knew it was me because it was like so much in that world I only got offered other like aloof artist roles and he had played a lot of like scumbags and like you know, uh, mentally challenged men. And like, uh, he was like, I want to like expand my range. And was like, I think this is like going to show me in a whole new light. And then they dub over all of his dialogue. Now, the only explanation that IMDb trivia has is the producers felt he lacked the, quote, Vocal range for the role, right? But what that the quote is not does that mean from
4: anywhere? There is no information ever, online about why he was overdubbed or what the deal or who overdubbed who him. Overdubbed but it's him very is my clear question. that it's not his. Place. And they it overdubbed if him. If you know Jared Harris, right. when you're watching right. at the time, you're probably like, oh, when "I was a kid, know. I didn't right. know." But right, now right, I'm watching, it, no, no. and
2: it's like very jarring. And also, the voice is like real Saturday morning cartoon. Like the voice lacks any salty, and it's like, "Dad, don't you remember me?" It's Will, it, it, your son. It, it, yes, and it, you've yes. done your Jared Harris impression before on the show. Even when he's speaking an American accent, he's kind of like, "Oh
1: well, yeah, I know." This. I
4: have done one, and now I can't remember oh. what I was. It was in for certain prison. women. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, uh, and then it turns out that he is under the control of Spider Smith, who uh, of is like and the most. <laughs> truly bizarre choice this movie could ever it's have made like yes it is placed beforehand he is bitten by uh, he is, he's, right. or he's not even bitten or whatever Flash, it is and he's like ah,
2: damn spider bite the bite uh, happens it, in slow motion so, you, does, don't so you don't it. forget, and forget then, it like, and then three it's, other moments in the movie where he's like scratching and, he like, and it
4: keeps getting pussier and bigger yeah, and it's like leaking blue pus and and nonetheless, so much I don't think
2: anyone was expecting
4: <laughs> what that leads to it's like we'll probably die but that's why the toy has a
2: spoiler box because no one could have called this one
4: it really feels like Eva Goldsman just just did not
2: have an ending yeah. right like right. really it was just and also we paid for Oldman let's let Oldman be the big bad you know let's no, make well, one of the reasons that yeah. it's
4: scary still kind of freaky to me I think point one of the reasons is that they have to try to make it kind of look like Gary Oldman I mean yeah, I guess they he do I guess he did it? I don't, we don't really so know. Yeah. Smith, Smith, And that's part here. of what makes it look creepy is that he's supposed to be a scary monster but he also kind of looks, looks a like Gary like Owen's face. face and it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it is gas. It is I mean, you know, Dr. It, Zachary Smith awoke to find
2: <laughs> himself transformed. The design is kind of like very species, right? It's that weird, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, like weird techno insect kind of thing with wish Which this face. whole movie
4: has that vague, like, right. 90s techno vibe, right? But
2: I also, do you know, this is a movie where, uh, Gary Oldman is credited twice, yes. not like as Doctor Smith slash Spider Smith. No, further two down, two credits, right? Which is weird. Uh, <laughs> is weird. Is weird. Um, but the other thing is, I find Spider Smith slash Future Smith uh, very scary for the first chunk when he's wearing that big robe, right? Because right. it's clearly oh, but, like a yes. puppet where yes. they just have a green screen, and it has like this kind mannequin. Of herky,
4: head. Jerky movement. He, he yeah. moves
2: like the Skeksis. From the dark crystal, where right, he's this right, right, weird, hunched over, herky jerky yeah, mound got, of robes. He's got
4: claws, and because the whole Jupiter Two is is metal, yeah. every step is like thunk
2: thunk right. thunk yeah. thunk. Yeah. thunk, yeah. thunk. I think Gary Oldman's doing some good voice acting, and it's kind Never of unnerving, feet. and his face is in shadows, and you're like, how much does that look like Gary Oldman? But and then, then when he like throws when he takes it off, he's it like, well, just full
4: bug. It's right. yeah,
2: it's, and then and also yeah,
4: he's full bug, and he like grows ten feet. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's an odd yeah. choice. He's got a lot of neck. And so he's like, yeah, it's weird because it's so long. Yeah. But it's also it's mostly just, just him arriving out. and Jared Harris being like, Dad, don't you understand? I built the time machine. He We're wants go to go back, back because
2: he wants to have a normal life, but it turns out that Spider-Smith was just working him so that he could go back because he just he only cares about himself. I guess so. Uh,
4: but he, within, it, within it, there is a one sort of nice moment where you see through the portal he's created. You see him as a kid and see them on like day when they're going off on the mission and he has yeah. a little yeah. monologue about like oh I remember how I felt that day like so like full of hope and it's sort of like a nice moment and you're like okay I get what we're going for yeah, here b- in terms b- of the art before he
2: that this mission sucks.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh huh uh huh uh but then yeah most of it is just nonsense yeah it's mostly nonsense it uh, everyone also everyone William Hurt forever. is like I keep calling him that because I can't remember his name right. John Robinson is like well I don't know if you should do that because uh you know, what if you hurt earth with your time warp technology, which is what, what he should be saying is how about someone goes through that and says, Someone sabotaged the ship. Right. Let's <laughs> deal with that. I don't care who <laughs> goes through. Anyone but yeah, Smith. Right, but right,
2: Spider Smith knocks out present day Smith and he falls down a pit of garbage. Yeah,
4: he falls into a pit of garbage. And Joanna was like, Did he just kill himself? And I was like, No. Because then wouldn't he like blink out a of sequel. existence? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not dead. But also at this point, Smith has been pounding around with Little Ro- Will. Right. And they've built the robot now to make it look dad. like the old robot. Right. So there's a lot of that business.
2: Right, and now the Joe's robot has its his own mind. He loves baseball. He's not a remote controller Right, because he put
4: Will's, Will put his own brain into the robot, which is, he's doing a lot of adventure.
1: But shit. when he
2: says, like, put his own brain into it, there's a shot where you of see him with an iPad, there's a baseball, and he, like, drags and digitizes drops it into the, the robot.
1: Strike! Yep. Whoa!
2: Yep, yep. <laughs> The robot says, "Strike! you're out. For the love of the game. Yes. Rated <laughs>
4: PG-13. Eight men out. Um... And then there's like a yeah. quasi fight that's not really a fight because yeah. William Hurt stabs Gary Oldman Spider-Man with his son's science trophy, oh, yes. yeah. which is, I think, this like a Kiva Goldsman, save the cat, fucking
2: like, I did it. He I th- completed <laughs> the story circle. He thinks it's Chekhov's gun because at the beginning of the movie they're packing and it's like, why would I even bring this? So exactly. Like you bring yeah, so, and you so
4: and he stabs him, and then he's like, "Don't you remember these monsters eat their wounded?" And the spiders, the little baby so we don't spiders, remember. Eat by him. Way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The spiders like crawl on Smith, but it,
2: you never quite buy it as like incapacitating. No. You know? And then there's just a lot of shoe leather about like between the Robinsons, and then. No but then he' Will's knocked, got knocked down,
4: but he knocks him into right. the time machine, but into like the bad part that hurts you, yes. which is
2: risky. He yes. almost knocks him through it, yes, yes, <laughs> and then he's dangling by his dog tags,
4: yeah, that's right, Yes, and Bill, yeah.
2: big hurt saves him. Right. And he's like, why did you do that, dad? The core is unstable. And sure, he's like, the
4: planet's collapsing or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, the, I, the, I told you someday, Dream is collapsing. That's, that's the other fucking real Goldsman thing was like at the beginning of the movie, Big Hurt says like, someday I'll prove to you how much I love you. Right. It's like, why not just say I love you and hug your son now? <laughs> yeah, right. Come on. Why on, you got to make <laughs> it like a fucking deuce ex machina. Right. But so now he like saves his son to show him how much he loves him. And then he jumps
1: in and he- not yet. Because yeah, they have yeah, to watch. It's just, what it's so, it's just so oh, right. many steps to it. They right. first try Fuck. to watch
4: them escape.
1: Try to watch them escape. And then they like, I'm
4: sorry. And they blow up. Yeah. Which is pretty dark. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One of many weirdly dark things in this movie. Right. Uh, and then he goes back they go
2: back he goes back through the machine maybe right. Rogers gets half a moment when they realize that uh, John Robinson isn't coming back yeah she West gets like a goodbye my love and moment she sort of becomes the captain she's like well uh, I'm gonna save as many people as I can boom dead in five minutes save right. Yeah. Yeah. right. <laughs> fail
4: um, but uh, and then yeah. he goes back he but goes then back. it's very unclear it's like what well now you're there but isn't the same thing just gonna happen yeah until he says through
2: <laughs> <laughs> through the planet
3: <laughs>
4: Use it. It's gravity. <laughs> Not really. Then the explain, planet, but then it looks kind of cool. But then the planet collapses into a black hole, which really bursts mm. my bubble. I hate that. Planets don't turn into black <laughs> holes. Stars turn into black holes. And turns <laughs> into a black hole in like four minutes. And then the movie
2: just. So ends. then they have to use yeah. hyperdrive again. Yeah. And uh, right. Will
4: says, "Cool."
2: That's the last line of the film, right? Cool. Yeah. This mission sucks. Jeez. Okay. Box office game. <laughs> I have to leave. I have a doctor's appointment. All box right. office game. It's just a disaster. Yeah, this movie sucks. I mean, I think the last half, but it though, is... A notable it's the blarp of movies. It starts out a little charming. But
4: I have to, you know, to come back to why I chose this movie. Yeah, despite yes. everything that we just said, right. I watch this movie often, even before it was on Netflix, but yep. even more so now, or yep. watch bits of it. I find it
3: to be a very calming
4: bad movie to watch. Sure. Yeah. sure. You don't uh, have to
3: defend yourself. I've literally picked some of the dumbest films ever. No, he's <laughs> not. I think <laughs> no, he's, he's no, no, not, I'm defending not defending
4: himself. I'm saying, yeah. like, there he's are just, certain, I right. feel like
3: we all have them, you guys have probably talked about
4: it's them also, previously. It's also, it's very much
2: a time capsule movie. Like, this is the start of studios thinking in terms of franchises. You know, about, like, the power of IP and how to, like, stretch things out. Like, there's a the whole thing on the well, IMDb of how they yes, had... Yes, but
4: part of its purity is the fact that none of that happened. Right. And so it just sits on its, its before own. before they figured out how to do it well. So it, that right. part of it failed. It was never going to be a franchise. It was never going to be a big hit. And, uh, well, at least it wasn't. Uh, uh, but now, so now it just sits on its own as this weird-ass
2: movie that I find very... Uh
4: calming, like uh, calming yes, to it's, I, I it's ritualistic agree with that.
2: I'm trying to find this now there was a, a list of the things they were gonna do according to the screenwriter Akiva Goldsman if the movie did receive a Akiva sequel Goldsman. it would have been about the Robinson family making it to Alpha Prime however they discovered that Alpha Prime is already populated with humans because they previously went through a wormhole in the first movie that sends them into the future great so it's the same fucking thing again There would also have been a subplot with Judy Robinson creating a cure for Dr. Smith to prevent the spider infection from turning into Spider-Smith and Penny ending up receiving the same color-changing abilities as Blarp. (laughs) That
4: sounds great. great.
2: I'm back on board. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Goldsman, make this. Now, it's unfair
4: that Goldsman is now running Star Trek Discovery. Like well, it's good yeah. so far. It is good. the sh- The show is good. I credit to Goldsman, but also, it is crazy. That if I can credit and he myself, also won an Oscar.
2: The IMDb trivia fact doesn't say Future World's dialogue is entirely dubbed because he didn't have the vocal range. The term is the vocal scale. <laughs>
4: what the fuck <laughs> does na, that na, mean? No, 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 no. Okay, yeah. But yes, Goldsman. He wrote many a movie like this one, which I now think is terrible. That when I was a certain age, just blew my mind. And continues so, *Beautiful to be Mind*. Though. He wrote *A Beautiful Mind*. Right. He did. Well, that's and awesome. another and one. Here, that, and he wrote iRobot that blew my mind at a certain point. Uh, the ba- Batman Forever, obviously, yep. right, and Batman and Robin, Batman and Robin in a different way, sure, uh, and many others. Like God, he's yeah. he's fascinating. He's, he's he is. He's
3: terrible writer in he many
4: also ways, but he's been such a big part yeah, of my life, Di- right? Because right, yeah. if you're
2: a kid of the late '90s, I think that's true. Akiva Goldsman. I mean, look, only true '90s kids will understand <laughs> this episode. <All> right. <laughs>
4: this movie grossed sixty nine million dollars domestic. It grossed one hundred and thirty six worldwide on an eighty million dollar budget, which is not great. No. But it's not like it wasn't like a catastrophic
2: failure. No. It just didn't do very well. Okay. On the subject of catastrophic failures, this year Akiva Goldsman either produced, wrote, or did both on The Dark Tower, yep. King Arthur Legend of the Sword, yep. Transformers. He's in charge of all these like writers' rooms, right? And like, rings. Right. Ring. He was one of, yeah, he was in charge of the Transformers writers room. I think he was in the Dark Universe writers room. Sure,
4: put him in there. He's in these writers rooms. They just shelved Bride of Frankenstein, by the way, so we have no idea if the, Like as of today? Yeah. Oh, man. That's
2: the one I wanted to see just because Bill Condon's been dicking around for like 15 years I, making everything I just everything hope there's never another one,
4: and so that movie is the only movie with the Dark Universe logo in front sure. of it. Because <laughs> like, that would almost <laughs> make it like Lost in Space, right? Yes. It's like, what was this? <laughs> so, was there a There were so many plans.
2: Sure. You watch you watch fucking, uh, whatchamacallit, Beauty and the Beast, and it's like, Bill kind of just wants to make Bride of Frankenstein. Let him make Bride of Frankenstein. Beauty and the Beast barely functions as a Beauty and the Beast movie because he's so busy trying to make Bride of Frankenstein.
4: Uh, uh, that's, that's just great. Number one at the box office. Is Lost in Space. April 3rd, 1998. And what's historic in space about it? Million, $20.1 million.
2: Right. A, a fine opening weekend, but it's historic because it dethrones Titanic's 15 straight week run at number one. Correct. They called the, the movie, movie The Iceberg.
4: The first movie to defeat the Titanic, which has only dropped 24%. Insane. In its 16th week, it has made $530 million and $11 million on its 16th weekend. It's got $70 million more to make. Completely bonkers. Bonkers. Good movie.
2: Number three is a Bruce Willis film. It's a new entry this week. Mercury
1: Rising? You got it. I want to see that while my parents would not let me. This autistic kid has like a secret in his head puzzle books. and we will portray this
4: sensitively.
2: <laughs> hasn't, he, hasn't he like cracked the, like the NSA like, security right. system yeah, yeah, yeah. through yeah,
1: yeah. puzzle
2: books or
4: something? Why the fuck's it called Mercury Rising? That yet. sounds
1: like it's about like a temperature problem. <laughs> I, like. want, I want to see that movie so badly because it was about a weird boy.
4: Number four at the box office this is another movie I saw on this trip to America that we took where I saw Lost in Space twice and maybe other things. Mm-hmm. It was a reissue of a hit of the 70s, and I went to see it with my grandmother in Utica. Greece? Just the two of us. Greece, Wow. Uh, we had a great time. I
2: remember this time period vividly.
4: Number five is a Travolta movie. <sighs> That's kind of a box office uh, flop, weirdly, even though it's a good movie. Mm,
2: comedy, drama, dramedy?
4: Uh, dramedy I guess Michael gets two Oscar nominations primary colors. primary colors how does he do it Uh, there you go you nailed the box office game Uh, you just feeling bad after you fucked up near dark's box office game so bad wasn't you I can't even remember yeah it was was. it
2: was disastrous but also I I, no this was like when I started really following the box office closely so these these are like historic wild things weekends for me okay man in the iron mask So the two Leo movies. Because that had come closest to dethroning Titanic. Man the Iron Mask did like 500,000 less than Titanic that weekend. And people thought like Leo is finally going to take down Leo. And then when the actuals came in, it was like a little lower.
4: Um, Barney's Great Adventure is a new entry number 11. Yeah. Um, As Good As It Gets, which Mm. Joey and I just rewatched, number eight. Really amazing. Griffin's Making a Face. It is an amazing movie really quite something that movie and a movie.
2: crazy successful movie 136 million <laughs> yeah. in 15 a lot weeks pretty great, money. great. Wow. Goodwill yeah.
4: Hunting is also hanging out with a similar total yeah,
2: this is when like Oscar movies would just play and play and play and play and make so much fucking money LA Confidential's also in there right? which made 61 million dollars which is the, not bad yeah. the
4: lowest grossing of the right, Best Picture nominees well. Year. Yeah, right, it's gonna yeah. make
2: 64
4: Right, that's they, a great movie Joey hmm. you, you weren't paying attention but that's a great movie LA Confidential oh yeah we love. We both love that. Movie. It's a great movie. I gotta leave. I gotta go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. You gotta pee. We've been talking. Lost in space. Uh, we did it.
2: We did it. Joey, thank you so much for being on. Thank the show. you
4: so much for having me. People can follow I'm you. I'm so on glad the- we decided on this movie. I think this <laughs> yeah. is, this was just so the right call. I hope everyone goes back. Everyone who is like, "What the hell kind of choice is this?" Mm-hmm. Now goes back to Netflix and rewatches it and rediscovers watching. the wonder. At yeah, least watches the first hour. Yeah, you know, can yeah, quit yeah, after yeah, yeah, that, yeah. the first yeah. hour. But then yeah, go
1: yeah. to
2: straight to the and end And then go to the to end <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And listen to that dun, over dun,
4: dun, 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 dun. and over again. Yeah. And try to find it, uh, find that and uh, the score for this movie online to try to listen to them. They're quite hard oh, to find. I, well, and apparently
2: John Williams, I think, did the score for the TV show, oh. but they didn't have the rights to any of the John Williams stuff. Right, so so zero they, Right, yeah. Okay. Other than the theme song at the end. Anyway, Weird. thank you so much for being on the show. People Thanks should so should follow you on Twitter.
4: Yeah. Oh, yes,
2: Better Twitter than mine. Hot Broadway oh. takes. <laughs> Mostly theater. Be warned. Joey C. Sims. Joey C. Sims. Seriously. You Sims boys like using the middle initial on Twitter. Hey, man. We got there late. <laughs> <laughs> I got there way later, I think. Yep. Uh, thank you all for listening. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Go to blinkies.red.com for some real nerdy shit. Thank you to Ange for Gouda for our social media. Joe Bone and Pat Reynolds for our artwork. Lane Montgomery for our theme song. And as always, the dad, the bad, and the cat. Great.